Welcome to Beyond Synth. Please note, Beyond Synth is an explicit program and may contain inappropriate language. Listener discretion is strongly advised. Hey there, welcome to the show, the spectacular Beyond Synth Christmas Extravaganza. I'm Andy Last, I'm the host of Beyond Synth. This is the season finale of season four of Beyond Synth. Right away, let's address the elephant in the room. Look, Cassette is not on this year's Christmas special. I know we've done that for the past three years, it's been a tradition, but to be honest with you, the scheduling just didn't work. Because believe me, that would have been a hell of a lot easier... (laughs) than the show you're about to listen to, which is the most epic episode of Beyond Synth ever. There is literally a shitload of guests. There have never been this many guests on one episode of Beyond Synth before by, like, tenfold, man. Like, it's not just one guest today, or two guests, or three guests, or four, or five. There must be, like, 13 or 14 guests on this thing. That might even not even be right. But a ton of fun. Uh, Basically, what I'm doing today is I just have the... The switchboard, all right, and guests are just going to be calling in, and we're going to be taking calls with all these fun guests who have been on the show before. Some people haven't been on the show before. Some people haven't been on the show in a very long time, because even if you watched the video I posted to the Beyond Synth YouTube, which uh, showed you some of the guests that are going to be on today's episode, there are actually a few surprises, and some people that you might not expect are turning up this episode, so it's going to be a lot of fun. As always, Beyond Synth is brought to you by DownToJam.com, a free website that helps musicians around the world connect based on musical compatibility. If you're a musician looking for a partner to jam with or to fill a spot in your band, you're going to want to check out this site and sign up. That's the last time I'm going to say that this year. DownToJam.com, D-O-W-N-T-O-J-A-M.com. Check it out. Today's show is also brought to you by The Summoner. The original soundtrack is available to buy or stream online everywhere now via Laserdiscs Records. And we are going to be playing a bunch of tracks from The Summoner soundtrack um, all episode because it's a fucking amazing soundtrack if I do say so myself and uh, I would say that if it wasn't sponsoring the show because the Summoner soundtrack is really really good and I'm looking forward to the movie which stars Adam McNabb of Le Cassette who of course is not here today <laughs> so I just want to say, guys, look, I know the past few Christmas specials have been really funny. Having Luca set on the show is a lot of fun. But trust me when I say that the replacement for the Luca set episode is literally the most epic episode of Beyond Synth ever made. I'm talking about it as if I've already heard it, and I actually haven't. Because, of course, people are still trying to call in. And I see the board is lighting up right now, so let's, uh, let's see who it is. Who's on the phone right now? Yes, Vincenzo Salvia. And it's Robin, uh, Oka, o- Ogiari. 
So look at that here. I got Ogre and I got Vincenzo Salvi on the phone on this wonderful Christmas episode. Vincenzo, what uh, what are you doing? I just come home now. Uh, I went uh, in center now to give some uh, promotions paper of um, our new compilation. Gee, fuck you, shit. <laughs> Style. <laughs> Gee, don't make voice now. I'm, I'm making a worldwide uh, interview and you must shut up. <laughs> Gee. <laughs> okay, I, I told you I'm promoting now the compilation of Sun Lover Records uh-huh. and uh, you recorded uh, the teaser in a wonderful way How was my Italian? Uh, your Italian was wonderful just one word was misspelled by you but it was uh, that uh, golden touch <laughs> <laughs> You recorded uh, the word Passalo you recorded Pastalo and uh, it means uh, like similar word like pasta <laughs> <laughs> so so it still makes sense uh robin i i recorded <laughs> i did the the audio for a uh the trailer for their ep that they just released and i did it in italian awesome that's what we're talking about anyway yeah robin yeah. what are you doing currently uh, i'm having a beer nice i'm having a hop house 13 lager which is i think from dublin yeah an Irish lager. It's pretty good. So I'm enjoying that. Trying to get in the festive spirit. Is it cold? Yeah. It's not as cold as I'd like, but it's pretty cold. Do you like cold beer ordinarily? Sometimes I have this idea that like British people are always drinking like warm stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think a lot of people do. I like cold beer. I like all my beers cold. Um, I don't care if that's not like the right way to drink them. Like that's how I like it. Frosty, frosty. Well, let's all do a toast to this, the lovely Christmas. Vincenzo, what, uh, do you like to drink beer? Uh, yes, I love beer, uh, but uh, in summer especially. In winter, I prefer some uh, limoncello or a great, uh, something more powerful. Mm. I will take some limoncello for you now. We will toast. So how did the compilation go? Are you happy with the compilation you guys just released on Sun Lover Records? No, it's going very good. Uh, we sold already one copy to <laughs> to me. I, I bought one copy and uh, it's, uh, I, I paid a little bit more than four years. I paid five. Mm. And it's it's great, great, very good result. Uh, we are very happy about it. Awesome. <laughs> No, we are still working very hard for uh, all the promotion, shish, and uh, and uh, we are sending all the promo stuff to all the webzines, uh, and um, still waiting for the reviews. We are waiting for that very famous podcast uh, they make there in Canada. It's called Beyond Beyond something like that. <laughs> hmm. Never heard of it. <laughs> yes, and I think we will uh, connect with them. They are very very big. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Robin, we're all caught up, right, on uh, the music you've done? Because I think that the last uh, thing was the, the compilation with Dallas, right, for the Night of the Living Dead. Wait, no, I don't think we've spoken about it. I think we've spoken about it, like, off the record. But right, like, okay. I don't think we've talk, talked about it since it's come out. But yeah, yeah, that, that happened. Which is cool. Really happy with that release. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it was cool. And it, yeah, yeah, yeah. So is there any, uh, like, solo ogre coming up? Yeah, probably. I've got a lot of stuff I'm sat on. But I think I've put out so much this year, I can take a little break from the releasing cycle for the time being and just take some time to experiment, fiddle around with some synthesizers, that sort of stuff. But Yeah, yeah. I've been writing a lot of idents. 
like VHS items. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just just for fun. Um, the past week, so probably do something with that at some point. <laughs> we'll see what happens with that. Hey, uh, Vincenzo, do I hear your dog? You you hear my dog? Yeah, is that him going like? <laughs> mm. G dog composer. I want to just warn everyone that it's not my stomach after limoncello, but. <laughs> <laughs> It's my dog. Uh, G, please tell something to Andy. G. <laughs> uh, she told that uh, she respects you very much. <laughs> Would like to make one interview with you next time. G released a record. Yes, G released a very powerful uh, Jallo album. Very yeah. powerful. Uh, yes, yes. <laughs> She's a lover of uh, horror movies from seventies. Yeah, uh, Argento and, and that, that lot. <laughs> yeah, this is yeah. stupid. <laughs> um, listen, we're gonna listen to a song and then we're going to uh, come back and maybe we'll uh, we'll have more with the uh, G, the synthwave dog, on this wonderful uh, Christmas episode of Beyond Synth. So we're gonna listen to a track that I dug by Video Video, and hopefully I'm gonna have these guys on in the new year. This is a track called Forever Tomorrow.
And that was Forever Tomorrow by Video Video off the Planet of Storms album. That's a cool album, and I'm going to try and get those guys on in Season 5. But right now, we are having our lovely Christmas episode, and I am currently joined by Vincenzo Salvia, Ogre, and G, the Synthwave Dog. Or nobody. Hey. Okay. <laughs> 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 I was <laughs> just leaving me hanging here. I thought I had three guests. <laughs> I was waiting for G to say something. Robin, have you and Vincenzo ever, like, chatted before? Not uh, over the phone. Is there anything you want to say to each other? Uh, hi. Hi, Vincenzo. <laughs> I, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of Vincenzo. No, I'm and, a big fan of you. And I still think Vincenzo is, like, the wisest, one of the wisest people. <laughs> I possibly know like and the, what jacket news of course jacket news that's always been a big part of my my life <laughs> that's right Vincenzo so what's uh, has there been any jacket news lately ah I um, I stopped uh, with that uh, news because here uh, weather changed uh, a little bit in the latest year and it's uh, almost always cold so people doesn't need now to listen to my uh, advices they just wear a warm jacket and go <laughs> That's why I stopped. Well, it was a, a failure of my news. I thought to make something good, but uh, <laughs> I was another d- disappointing uh, thing of my life. Can I? Uh, <laughs> no, not at all. Jacket news is like one of the best and most essential forecasts of the century, <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. Can I ask a G, the synthwave dog, a question? Yes, yes, try to to, tell, to ask something. Gee, um, what's coming up for you in the new year? Gee, tell, tell something to Andy. Don't kiss my nose. Don't kiss my nose. Uh, tell to Andy. Oh. Might need to translate. <laughs> <laughs> I, I translate. She told that she is planning to release a, a full-length album. Oh. I never see her playing music, so I think she just lies. Uh, she want to be like to make a good uh, view to you, but she she's very lazy. She always uh, lay on uh, on floor and sleep. Aww. Do you have a, like a Christmas tree? Do you do Christmas like that in Italy? Yes, we made just today our Christmas tree. Oh, yes, yes, and uh, as usually people uh, start to, to make in eighth of December, but uh, made it today. And uh, G always sleep under the tree now. Uh, Oh, I think she will destroy it in two or three days. <laughs> we will need to make it again. How about you, Robin? Have you got yours up or what? Uh, we don't have a Christmas tree. Heathens! But it's not up. We've I call it a tree. It's not really a tree. It's, well, it's a little, you know those little fiber optic ones? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we have two Christmas decorations. We have a tiny, like, it's about a foot tall fiber optic tree. <laughs> That, like, I think I've still got the 9-volt adapter for somewhere. And then I have a little snowman tea light. And that is it. That is the extent of Christmas decorations in this household. But we go in big for it when we go over to Dublin. We usually arrive late and my lady partner's mom usually hasn't got a tree or something last year she did but the year before we had to go and get the run of the uh, pine tree litter. Nice. And uh, carry it back from the supermarket. That was fun felt like a i don't know urban lumberjack well you look like one yeah no yeah yeah i guess (laughs) (laughs) but it's always fun to decorate i guess 
but not my own house particularly. Yeah, no, I understand. Don't have to space. <laughs> yeah, I used to live in a really small apartment with my uh, with my then girlfriend and now wife, and uh, we didn't have enough room, so we just had a little shrub. Oh, a Christmas shrub. Yeah, the old Christmas shrub. So it's all good. <laughs> hey, uh, Vincenzo. Yeah. How's it going? No, no, I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> no, <it's> just- <laughs> I've got a question for Vincenzo. I, I'm actually curious. Like, do you do a big Christmas dinner, or yeah, basically, what's what's your Christmas day like? That's what I want to know. As usually in Italy, uh, most of all uh, people eat. And, uh, they start to eat from morning, <laughs> and they finish in the <laughs> the next day. <laughs> we start to open gifts under the tree. I think it's ba- basically like in America. I think. Uh, and uh, just based everything on food and uh, gifts. It's a very yeah. consumistic uh, celebration. Uh, I'm not religious, uh, so I, I I'm not a religious person. So I, I go and uh, eat uh, all day. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's pretty much everyone. Yeah, I was gonna say maybe it's just the ubiquitous Christmas thing. Everyone has a drink. Open yeah. some presents and enjoy some good food, or hopefully good. Yeah, man. Hey, let's listen to another track. And then we'll uh, we'll come back with more uh, with more Vincenzo and uh, Ogre. This is a cool track from Makeup and Vanity Set from the Hit TV album. This is From a Distance, the theme from Hit TV.
And that was From a Distance, the theme from Hit TV by Makeup and Vanity Set. And we are here. Uh, lovely Christmas Beyond Synth episode, and I'm currently talking to Ogre and Vincenzo Salvia. Hello. How are you guys today? <laughs> hello, hello. We're good. I, lo- I really like that. Van- Vanity Set has put out a lot of cool stuff this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I uh, And uh, for people who... Who like makeup and vanity set? They can go back a few episodes. I had a two-part uh, interview with him, and it was a, a good time. We covered a lot of ground, uh, which is what I like to do. Vincenzo, do you wear glasses? Yes, I wear glasses all the time. All the time, I'm very blind. <laughs> I, <laughs> sometimes I, 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 I wear. Gee, shut up! <laughs> I wear contact lenses. <laughs> Uh, G wears glasses too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, sometimes I wear uh, contact lenses, but I prefer glasses. They are more comfortable. I think I'd struggle with contact lenses. I mean, I don't wear glasses, but I think I would just struggle with contact lenses. No, I would too, man. It's uh, it's weird to do. Have you ever actually tried to just touch your eyeball for any reason? Uh, well, yeah, yeah, I will have at some point. I don't like things <laughs> going near my eyes. Well, no, no well, <laughs> 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 you weird but, bastard. <laughs> but, but, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I I, could, I don't think I could do it because I remember whenever I would like have like an eyelash on my eyeball. And I can, like, see it in the mirror, and I'm sitting there, like, moving my fingers slowly towards my eye, going, like, maybe I can just take it off, but then it's the weirdest thing. I did one time with a Q-tip that actually worked, where I touched the Q-tip to the eyeball, and then it stuck to the eyelash, and I could actually, like, pull the eyelash off my eye. Oh, man. Yeah. It sounds like something from a horror movie. (laughs) Isn't that a great story? (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, Vincenzo, there, you got any big big plans for the uh, the new year? I um, I would like to go on vacation somewhere. I'm planning still. I would like to go somewhere in Austria or Switzerland, somewhere where, where it's uh, more snowy time and uh, we will feel better at the Christmas mood. Mm-hmm. I've never been to the Alps, but I hear it's very snowy. You travel to uh, Ireland all the time, right? Isn't that your thing? Yeah, yeah, we'll be flying back for on on New Year's Eve actually. So probably no plans for New Year's Eve other than to rest and sleep. Honestly, New Year's is a fucking bust all the time, anyways. Ah, uh, yeah, for sure. Like I've I've never gone in for it to be honest. I'm kind of pretty jaded about New Year's because like I've never really had the only one I ever had or the ones that were fun were the ones that weren't planned. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's sort of like you there's an impromptu party that like nobody knew about and then everyone's just like, "Oh, you know, so and so is having a get together." Okay. Then that ends up being like a really great time, but anytime anyone ever planned anything, it always just fell apart or just wasn't that great. I don't know. People put way too much stock in uh New Year's having to be this great party, and I feel like it's that idea that always makes it disappointing. Oh, I did actually have a really good New Year's Eve. Again, it was like an impromptu one. That was in Ireland. We went to... There's like a small island off the, off the west coast called Ackle that... I don't know what the population is, but it's pretty small. Uh, we were staying in a house there, and we were like done. We were real tired and like ready to go to bed and then like I think one of my lady partner's cousins was like ah we're going down the pub and I was like okay that sounds you know they dragged us out Mm. and like it was like something else because the whole island was out in this one pub (laughs) like like, seriously the bar wasn't like free deep it was just deep like you just couldn't move in there and then there's this band that walks from like I don't even want to say village because it's like 
just like from down the road basically like playing music all all the way through the night mm-hmm. and then this bus pulled up and it was just the party bus and like they were just like ah oh, get on the party bus and <laughs> i bailed at that point going to a mystery location i love uh, that herd mentality sometimes when people are all partying and then like this bus would show up and <laughs> We're all getting on the bus, and, like, that thing just could drive off a cliff. Like, I mean, like, nobody knows what the fuck... I feel like... I feel like this was just... It was just so bizarre, because it was just such a small, isolated, like, hyper-rural island, you know? Mm. Yeah, I don't even know how many people live on it, but it's, like, no one, and then this party bus pulls up. It's just great. It was just, like, so surreal, like... Vincenzo, have you ever been on a party bus? No, I never. (laughs) Or what was one of your favorite uh, New Year's experiences? I remember only the first part of my parties. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I can't make a good review of my of my parties because after some some glasses of uh, liquors uh, cocktails, I start to, to lay on the floor and, uh, and lay on my vomit. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> I. <laughs> That's when you know you fight too hard. I can't drink uh, so much. After already two, three cocktails, I'm already on, on, on four. Dude, I am exactly the fucking same, man. I got drunk in high school, and I can't get drunk anymore. Uh-huh. My body doesn't let me get drunk. Like, <laughs> I'll drink, and then I'll get, I'll get sick before I get drunk. <laughs> I remember one time uh, I came home in the morning. And uh, I I don't know how I came home by car. Really. <laughs> you didn't drive, did you? <laughs> I don't know. My car just dra- drove uh, by by itself. I think uh, <laughs> like autopilot. And I I came home. Uh, I I just entered into my room. I I had a, a cable of, uh, with curtains near the door. And uh, I I stumbled into this curtain. I just painted two days uh, before. And uh, all the curtain and uh, this iron cable, which went from one wall to another wall, was uh, removed from the wall. And uh, all the all the all the wall—I don't know how it's called in English. This uh, material of wall. What wallpaper? No, inside this white uh, sand. Uh, oh, a uh, uh, drywall. Uh huh. All this uh, uh, fall down on my bed, on my pillow. Mm-hmm. I lay naked on my bed and I put my face on this powder and I am more in after some hours I woke up and I felt this uh, strange taste in my mouth and I saw my body naked and I realized that something I didn't have to make in the night you have such a way with words it's wonderful like you know with, with with your Italian that's what makes it good because had I talked to anybody else and they just said I came home drunk and knocked the curtain down and got a face full of drywall <laughs> it's not as poetic <laughs> listen um, we're gonna listen to another track and then maybe we'll uh, we'll say goodbye to you guys uh, after that and, uh, and wish you guys a Merry Christmas and stuff but first we are gonna listen to VHS Glitch and the track Can't Catch Me
And that was Can't Catch Me by VHS Glitch off the Evil Technology album. And we're having a lovely Christmas beyond synth. I'm talking right now to Ogre and Vincenzo Salvia, talking about getting drunk and knocking over curtains <laughs> and uh, laying, na- laying naked in drywall powder. <laughs> <laughs> But anyways, guys, it's been fun. Uh, it's been fun talking to you. Mm-hmm, yes, yeah, as always. I got lots of other people uh, calling in tonight, and so uh, I'm going to have to hang up. But I hope you guys have a, a Merry Christmas. Uh, Ogre, is there anything you want to add before we go? Uh, not really. Just want to wish everyone a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. And may, may 2017 be better than... 2016 has been for many. <laughs> so, yes, we're yeah. all wishing for a, uh, a a better 2017. And mm. uh, and everyone go to ogresound.bandcamp.com. Right? Right, that's the one, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what, uh, <laughs> Vincenzo, how about you? you have anything to uh, to say before we go? Yes, I, I, I would like to wish uh, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year to everyone. But especially to people from Tuscany, uh-huh. <laughs> because uh, I was sorry about that interview, um, which I made uh, with you, and uh, I, I I had a lot of very angry messages from Tuscany, <laughs> because uh, if someone doesn't know about this story, I I, I yelled uh, that their pizza because it's uh, like a dry paper under the sun. <laughs> That's a scathing review of Tuscan pizza. <laughs> I, anyway, I, I won't. Uh, I'm sorry about uh, this. Now I, w- I want to wish uh, them first of all Tuscany, and then everyone. What if you um, film a video of yourself eating a Tuscan pizza? Oh God, it's uh, it's a very hard uh, mission, this, and I, I don't know if I can I can do this for you. And why is I that? Really, I, I, <laughs> I don't know why they 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 choose this this style. Anyway, in Rome, similar to to Tuscany, I I, I will have uh, I'm sure I will have I will have some uh, angry new, angry messages. I'm just Rome. <laughs> I'm just trying to undermine your apology. Yeah, there'll be no pizza on us this this <laughs> Christmas. Can I tell my bad knock knock Christmas door joke? Yes, made go ahead. Before we start. okay, knock knock. Who's there? Wouldn't you like to know? Because this is like Yule, Christmas Yule tide. <laughs> Boo! <laughs> Boo! <laughs> Boo! I said, I, I told, just before you called, I told this to my lady father and she just looked at me and with like the saddest eyes. <laughs> <laughs> well, what a lovely way to end. I hope you guys have a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year and uh, good. And you. Th- thanks a ton for having us, Andy. Uh, lovely to talk to you, Vincenzo. Thanks, thanks to everyone, uh, and I'm very, very happy to hear uh, hear you, Robin, for the first time after a long chat on Twitter and Facebook. It's a very good, uh, a very good chatting. And that was Ogre and Vincenzo Salvia. Thanks, guys, for calling in. Of course, we have lots more guests who are going to be calling in shortly. Did I let you guys know that this episode of Beyond Synth, this special Christmas episode, is brought to you by the Summoner soundtrack? Well, it is. It fucking is, man. And uh, here's a special voice from somebody from that soundtrack who wants to say hello. Hello, this is Nightstop. You can catch me on the Summoner soundtrack. Happy holidays to the listeners of Beyond Synth. And that was Nightstop 
from the Summoner soundtrack, who uh, apparently is a person, but sounds to me like a robot. <laughs> but anyway, that dude makes cool music, and he's got a great track on the Summoner soundtrack, which um, you guys should pick up or stream, because it's available to stream uh, everywhere via Laserdiscs Records, The Summoner. And that is some cool stuff. So how about this? Why don't we just listen to a track from the Summoner soundtrack? Because there's so many good ones. I am going to choose to play the Celerect LA Dreams track, which is called Intruder. There's lots of really amazing artists on this soundtrack. This was a cool song. This is Intruder by Celerect LA Dreams.
And that was Intruder by Celerect LA Dreams off the Summoner soundtrack. We're going to be playing lots of uh, songs from that soundtrack today because it's really good. And of course, today's episode of Beyond Synth is brought to you by the Summoner. But let's go back to the boards now and see if anyone is calling in. Oh, here's somebody. All right, and who's this on the phone? It's uh, it's Nina. How's it going? Hi, how are you? I'm very good. How are you? I'm I'm well. As I was just saying, I'm well as well. But that sounds stupid. That rhymes. And uh, you're joined, of course, by your uh, intrepid manager slash bandmate Laura. <laughs> yes, indeed. Hi. Hi. How are you? How are you? I'm good. I'm good. We just had dinner, so yeah, we're happy. Full bellies. When were you in Toronto again? When was that? Canadian that was Music May. Week. Yeah. Was it May? May. Yeah, it was May. So we haven't talked since May. What's what's happened since May? Seven months. Wow. That's mm. crazy. So much has happened actually um, in the seven months. So we went to Sweden and played at Life at Heart. So that's something similar to um, the Canadian Music Week. So it's um, you know lots of industry and, and new bands performing and it's, it's a lot of fun we did that the year before the previous year um so that was great to be there again our producer Ocelian, he came along too so that was quite fun um, we were jamming on stage together that was actually quite exciting and then what else we went to madrid we went to um well i went to Midem in france as well which is a really cool music industry convention thing. Well, you did a few trips to Berlin as well, didn't you, Nina? To your hometown. Yeah, yeah. So um, we were on tour in Germany a lot, actually, um, not just Berlin. We were opening for Division um, again. We did that before, um, so that was awesome. Lots of fans that we've made previously, and they, were, they all came again. So it was lovely to catch up. And I had, um, in Hamburg, actually, family coming over who've never seen me perform before. So it was, it was really nice. It was a lovely... Lovely tour. So yeah, I mean that was a whole month in Germany. Um, I think my highlight for the year actually, because it's, the year is kind of ending, and it was definitely my mom getting married in Vegas in September. Ooh, how was that? That was amazing. <laughs> that <laughs> just, was awesome. Two it, weeks in, in America. It was two weeks. It felt like a lot longer than just two weeks. Um, we were pretty much just um, traveling all around the West Coast and. Like every two, three days, I think we were just moving on. So we didn't really stay a lot, you know, very long in one place. But we saw a lot, a lot. It was it was great. It was amazing. But certainly the highlight of the year had to be visiting the Beyond Synth studio in Toronto, Canada. Closely followed. Yeah, closely <laughs> followed. <laughs> it was amazing to meet you in the flesh, Andy. I do, I do miss your laughter. I, lo- I, love, I love hearing you laugh. It's contagious. So, more importantly, with all of these things you did this year, um, what did you have for dinner? Italian. Yep. Nina's favorite, Italian food. Yeah, Italian food every day for the rest of my life. She can happily eat Italian forever. Forever. Basically. A few weeks ago, I had an empathy test on the show. Oh, awesome. And I think you are playing uh, like a synth festival, I think, next year, I think, that they're also going to be at. Yeah. And I was asking him questions that he couldn't possibly field, but one of them was why German people like electronic music so much. And uh, do you have an answer for that? Because <laughs> I couldn't figure it out. Us craft work. <laughs> exactly, yeah. I mean, they love the techno. and the... It's, just, it's just from back in the day. I think all like late 70s, early 80s, you know, like the whole 
kind of neue deutsche Welle. I don't know if you know that um, New German Wave. It's called. It was like a you know kind of punk electronic scene, um, and you know the whole synth pop scene and all kind of uh, new wave. It was it was just huge, you know, and it never really disappeared, you know. Um, so even though yeah. you know you live in England now. You have the, you know, this Germany running through your blood. So do you, like, when you hear, like, a techno beat, do you just all of a sudden, like, fall into place and start, like, tapping your toes and stuff because it's, like, <laughs> part of you? Yeah, pretty much. I go crazy. <laughs> I close the door, I, I jump up and down, and I do twists, and, you know, just... <laughs> When no one is watching, I, I go completely crazy. Like like we, we do, us Germans, you know? We, we, we love it. <laughs> <laughs> so what is going on in terms of, like, music stuff, man? You, you guys making some new tunes? When are some new tunes coming up? We've been, yeah, well, that's one of the things we've been really busy with. Um, we've just finished recording the next single. Yeah, it's coming out very soon. Um, probably, what, January, February? So yeah, we got the artwork ready, which is looking amazing, but we're keeping it under wraps for now. Is the artwork a picture of Nina? <laughs> I can't say. Yeah. It's, a, it's a surprise. It's a, it's a <laughs> it could be anything. I mean, with that face, wouldn't you put it everywhere if you had that face? <laughs> I would put it in every bloody t-shirt, and that's you know, the plan. <laughs> I do have to say... Because uh, I don't think I actually said it on the podcast. I might have in the introduction when you were on the show because there was this offhanded remark I made during our interview the first time where I was talking about how the one music video you made and how the uh, I was suggesting that the uh, the director did some post-production effects to your eyes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I remember saying, oh, your eyes really popped. Like, it looked like uh, they were doing some special effects. Mm-hmm. And then later we took some pictures. Yeah. And then your eyes were actually doing that in real life. And so just to set the record straight, uh, Nina's eyes are really like that in real life. They just somehow glow. <laughs> like, they just... Right? No Photoshop required. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, well, that gives you a hint. <laughs> yeah, let's. Uh, we're gonna listen to a song here, and then we will talk more with Nina and Laura from England, who have just eaten some lovely spaghetti or just Italian food. Pizza, pizza <laughs> pie. All right, here's a track by The Midnight. This is Days of Thunder. A 
was a king size bed, was an escape plan, was an open hand. Now it's a dog from hell, it's a dream you sell, it's an epitaph, it's a photograph. And that was Days of Thunder by The Midnight. And I'm here on this lovely Christmas episode. I'm now joined right now by Nina and Laura, whose name I enjoy saying. And uh, You say it very well, Andy. Laura. 
Um, <laughs> Muy bien. So you guys, uh, obviously, we visited Toronto, and then you guys were in studio. One of my rare sort of in-studio interviews, and that was a lot of fun. Since that time, then, what was the biggest... Because you say you're sort of playing all these different festivals and things like that here and there. So what was, like, the best experience you had? Well, for me, I think it has to be playing in Hamburg and Germany just because I've never played there before. I used to live in Hamburg. It's a great music scene there. The the venue was awesome. It was just a um, really good atmosphere all night. I was playing with mine, who's, um, well, the singer is basically the, the guy who was singing for Camouflage back in the day in the 80s. So that was just pretty awesome to meet him. And they were all very nice. And to see my family and my best friend who's never seen me before and he, she was crying and you know I, I think for me personally that was that was probably like the best best experience the venues were yeah were amazing big venues every night as well and really good sound that tour was awesome mm-hmm. for sure Hamburg <laughs> well we play all around Germany I love the way you say it actually <laughs> Hamburg. Hamburg hamburgers are my favorite food man so I can't hear that word without <laughs> and you guys are talking about the Italian food but hamburgers is my that's my thing is it yeah i i love them so much oh they're they're delicious you know i went to my friend's wedding the other week and they had this really awesome thing and there's like people walking around with trays of like little mini hamburgers on them oh that's cute oh it's fucking great it was it was so good i know that has nothing to do with hamburg at all but it's just something it's something i thought you should know i mean do we know maybe that's where it comes from the word you know do we know well, you you would know more than me, right? I mean, it's uh, it's your home. Would I? You know, I've lived there for a year. When I had empathy test on the show, I kept bugging him about why do Germans like techno music, realizing that I should probably <laughs> ask a German. And he's just like, "What? Haven't you had Germans on the show?" I'm like, "Yeah, I think I have." But it's, been, it's like <laughs> probably not just me as well, hey? Yeah, I think I think there have been a few, of course. I mean, it's electronic music, man. Yeah, exactly, right? Do you got any uh, Christmas plans? I'll be flying home on the 24th, and I'll be just eating a lot of food and just getting bigger and bigger every day. Hamburg. Well, no, Berlin. Oh, okay. Berlin. <laughs> Remember, I only Harry lived Burst. in Hamburg for one one year. Sorry. Sorry, I don't. Uh, I don't actually listen to my own show or remember what people just said to me. I have a brain problem. I can tell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you're a little tiny person, though. I mean, like, uh, what does gaining weight do to you? Nothing, probably. No, it just feels warmer. I guess I don't get cold that quickly anymore. <laughs> <laughs> And how about you, Lau? You, you, you're doing something special, aren't you? I'm flying to Argentina tomorrow. That's where you're from. Yes, I'm going to be See, there I do remember months. my own show. Fucking right. Only people go. that are interest you, basically, not me. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Who remembers what matters? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm going for a month to Argentina. I haven't spent a Christmas there in maybe 10 years. Christmas. Yeah, so I'm going to see my mom and going to, you know, sunbathe in... 40 degree weather mm. so it's gonna be amazing well, that sounds like fun yeah escaping the uh, European winter really so right now with you two sort of working on tracks and things I guess you're just on break over the holiday or your mind's still gonna be in the zone you got your laptops with you so you can exactly yeah. I am bringing my laptop yeah definitely Nina definitely she will be you will connect to in Berlin as well you're gonna yeah have... yeah. I'll still be you know I never really stop I still write songs all the time and you know whatever um, springs to mind basically but yeah I'm constantly kind of, you know... We never stop, really, stuff. Andy. No, we never stop. We never stop. You're probably the same, you know. I, I think you're hardworking, too. I'm a really hardworking guy. You are. <laughs> well, that's what I like people to think, and it's not just me rolling around. I go, well, I got a big house coat, 
So I put my house coat on and I just sort of bundle up because it's freezing here right now. Because <laughs> that's what uh, Canada's all about at this time of year. So I won't be doing any sunbathing myself, but it sounds like fun. Is it snowing yet? Oh, it's, yeah, it's snowing. Yeah. Oh, I love nice. snow. I want a white Christmas. That's really what I, what I wish for this year. I want a white Christmas. Do they get snow in... Berlin. Yeah, but you know what? It's a little bit difficult. So um, last year there wasn't any, and usually that was the cat. Sorry about the noise. <laughs> <laughs> but um, usually it doesn't start until like January or February. But you know, I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful. Well, that's cool, man. Well, listen. Speaking of all this cold stuff, we're gonna listen to a track, and then maybe we'll uh, we'll say goodbye and sign off with some some Christmassy stuff. But first, we're gonna listen to a track called "Cold Sky" by Giant Spirit.
And that was Cold Sky by Giant Spirit. And I am here on this lovely Christmas with Nina and Laura, who are um, sitting around in England right now. But we're talking about going on holidays and having a bunch of fun and stuff like that. Do you guys like eggnog? No, I don't. No. No, definitely not. All right, that's two votes. No, no one ever says yes. It's it's just one of those things like Marmite, isn't it? I mean, no, no thanks. You love it or hate it. Yeah, exactly. Well, uh, what, uh, you got anything to say to the people, man? There's like four people listen to this show. And uh, if you have like a a Christmas message for them or something. Yeah, just keep doing what you love. Don't ever give up. Keep doing what you love. Uh, This is a time of uh, sort of reflection to see what you've achieved this year (laughs) and what's coming next year. Just keep at it, man. That's my sort of wish for the end of 2016. And buy Nina's vinyl, because we're going to do vinyls for the first time ever. Ooh. Around February or January. So that'll be a nice little late Christmas present for everyone. So... So yeah, more details soon. Ooh, that's exciting. I'm super excited about that. But yeah, man, let just keep listening to Synthwave. Synthwave is going to take over the world. I've said it and I say it again. And it's happening. And it's happening right now. That's it. (laughs) That's it. (laughs) That's it. Nina for president. All right, guys. Well, it was uh, it was lovely catching up with you, and I hope you have a lovely holiday. Oh, you too. When you get some more stuff out there, man, and then come back on the show, and we'll uh, we'll listen to to new Nina tracks in the future when they are made. Exactly. We'd love to come back next time we come to Toronto. We'll definitely come and see you again. Can't wait. Uh, but maybe next time, could you give me better coffee, please? No, fuck no. <laughs> next time you're getting, I'm gonna. <laughs> you know what? I I invented a horrible drink the other day. I took some instant coffee. And I made like a fruit shake, you know, where I just like throwing in like frozen fruits and bananas and avocados mm. and shit. And then I thought, I'll give this drink a little kick because it'll be a fruit shake, but I'll put in a few, you know, little spoons of instant coffee to give it mm. some like caffeine buzz. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, it was disgusting. I, I, but it, it gave me a really weird buzz, too. Like it was, <laughs> I, I, I did get energy from it, but it was a really weird feeling that I uh, didn't care for. Hopefully you didn't feel sick or anything. I'll just I'll just make sure I uh, pop by Starbucks next time I come and see you beforehand. <laughs> we'll bring a thermos with a uh, yeah, freshly made coffee. Oh, that's yeah, exactly. Yeah. The bottom line is, I am a terrible host, and uh, that's all that matters <laughs> on this little lovely Christmas. But anyways, guys, it was good talking to you. Happy Christmas and New Year's and all that stuff. You too. And we'll talk to you soon. Thanks, awesome. Andy. Thanks, Andy. Take care. And that, of course, was Nina and her intrepid manager bandmate, Laura, who just called in. And that was cool. I wish them all a very Merry Christmas. Of course, it's a very special Christmas episode. So I want to take this time to thank you all for listening to the show this year. This has been the biggest season of Beyond Synth ever. You know, for the first three seasons, we only did 15 episodes a season. And this year, we did like 42, I think? In this one season, we almost have as many episodes as I made in the first three, and that is crazy. And in actual fact, there's a lot more because the shows now are double in length because the first few seasons, the episodes were just a little over an hour. Some episodes were even shorter than that. So 
it's been a pretty cool year. There have been a lot of shows, and I'm happy that people have been listening. I'm happy that people have been enjoying the show enough to donate to the Beyond Synth Patreon. That's uh, patreon.com slash beyondsynth. And, of course, we'll be thanking those people later on in the show. I just want to say that, uh, you know, I really appreciate it. And, of course, if you guys have any suggestions for the show, uh, let me know. Because after this episode, Beyond Synth will be on a break for a few weeks. And that is also why this is a jumbo-length episode. Because for all of you people who are maybe a little upset when Beyond Synth goes on holiday, I'm giving you a gigantic episode, which is technically going to be equal in length to the amount of episodes that you're not going to hear. So if you really want to space it out, just listen to it in two-hour chunks over the next few weeks over the Christmas holidays until the show comes back. Or you can just listen to it all today, but I feel like this episode's going to be way too long to listen to in one sitting, because this is ridiculous. Anyways, if you have any suggestions for the show, if there's some things you think that, uh, hey, maybe this could improve the show a bit, or um, if there's anything you like or don't like, let me know. I mean, chances are I'm not going to do anything about it, but it's nice to hear people's suggestions. Obviously, I make the show the way I make it, because that's what's I like and it's my show but you know if there's something that's been bugging you and it turns out that it bugs a lot of people maybe I'll uh, make a change if that thing is me then (laughs) you're listening to the wrong show because that's not going to change but anyway that's neither here nor there the bottom line is this today's episode of Beyond Synth is brought to you by the Summoner soundtrack and I think we should listen to another track from it okay so this is Wave Shaper and Irving Force with the track Retaliation from the Summoner.
And that was Retaliation by Wave Shaper and Irving Force from the Summoner original soundtrack. So go check out the Summoner soundtrack on Laserdisc's records. In the meantime, I am going back to the boards to see... Oh, it's lighting up. Oh, and who's on the line now? Well, it's it's Robots with Ray Guns and the host of Synthetics, Marco Merrick. How are you guys today? I'm doing hey. great. Lucas, yes. uh, Robots with Ray Guns. It is very early in the morning for you right now. It's all right. It's like nine. That's, that's not too bad. You just released a new album. Yes, a few months ago. Are you proud of it? Oh, yeah, definitely. What are you going to have for breakfast? I, I just said I had a Red Bull. Yeah, but you didn't say it on air. Oh, <laughs> See, the, the idea is you guys just called in and we haven't actually spoken yet. Oh, shit. Can we start over? I don't want to break the illusion for my for the listeners, man. This is a very magical Christmas where people are just impromptu calling into the studio. Okay, okay. Redo, redo, redo. Okay, starting over. Sorry. <laughs> How about you, Marco? What do you have for Well, it's like nighttime for you. What did you have for dinner? I had Hungry Jacks, mate. I had fucking Hungry Jacks. Uh, what is Hungry Jacks? Uh, it's Burger King. We call it Hungry Jacks in Western Australia because of some oh, stupid yeah. copyright shit. So they decided on the name Hungry Jacks. It's exactly the same place. Everything's the same. It's just Hungry Jacks. I know, it's the worst name. I know. In the States, when they had that mascot who was like the Burger King, did that float down to Australia and they just called him Hungry Jack? I don't think we've ever had any mascots, but we've, the burgers are the same, though. I can tell you that. I've been to the States and I've had Burger King and uh, it's the same. It's the same. Do they have um, Burger King anymore? Like, I think there's like one in Toronto now. Like, that, that franchise is going away, I feel like. Not in America. They're heaps better than McDonald's, man. Heaps better. As long as there's a fat American, there's going to be Burger King. Yeah, I don't know. But it's, uh, up here, it's uh, mostly McDonald's. My favorite's Wendy's. Burger King, I used to like their chicken sandwiches. And honestly, like, I haven't seen a Burger King in a long time. Five Guys was pretty good. Have you got that up that way, Andy? Yeah, but the thing is, I'm getting fed up with these, like, gourmet burger chains that charge, like, 15 bucks for, like, a burger. Oh, that's bullshit, I know. And the fries are extra. It's like, for me, I love burgers, and if I go to a fry shack or something or go to a burger place, I'm like, 10 bucks should be the maximum cost for a burger-fry-pop combo. Indeed. And any more, I get kind of frustrated about. Unless you're in a restaurant, but there's a lot of these places now, like, they still serve you like it's fast food, but then the burgers are, like, 10 bucks, and it's like, oh, we don't do combos here because we're classy. I'm like, fuck you. Like, <laughs> it should be 10 bucks. I mean, that's, you know. I mean, I'm not going to spend $15 on a fucking burger. I'd rather go buy a steak, cook a fucking steak at home, you know. Hey, Marco, what would you cook it on? Not on my barbecue. I'd cook it on a frying pan, <laughs> all right? <laughs> on a barbecue? No, I don't actually have a barbecue, but you like that? <laughs> <laughs> what do you guys call it over there? You call it a grill or a cooker? What do you call we call it, it barbecue, barbecue or a Barbie. So why is it so funny the way I said it? <laughs> well, no, I, wa- I wanted you to say Barbie because I'm an idiot. Okay. No, no, I knew there was something, but uh, yeah, anyway. Cook it on the Barbie or whatever. You know what I'm doing. Hey, Lucas. <laughs> okay, shut up. Uh, Lucas, man, you got some Christmas plans? No, I don't do a lot for Christmas. Monica. I mean, I celebrated both growing up, so I got a shit ton of presents like all the time. Are you like half and half? Yeah, I'm a mixed blood, whatever you call it. <laughs> what do they call it? Harry Potter, where they mixed blood, blood bloods. Is that what it is? Yeah, for those. All right. So you're a wizard then? So I get best of both worlds. Yeah. Yeah, but Hanukkah, you don't really get anything good. Yeah, you do. What do you get? Got rich family members. <laughs> <laughs> Just like all the other holidays. It's a 
same thing. I feel like when I was a kid, I think I had some Jewish relatives and I had to go to a bar mitzvah once and I hated it. I just didn't get why I was there. Did you do like the ceremony or the party? Yeah, but the thing was nobody told me what to do. So like I was this kid who was like dragged along because like some parent's cousin was fucking niece or nephew was having a bar mitzvah. So it was something I didn't understand as a kid. And then at one point, all the kids got up and they were like, they handed me a candle. And I had to like walk in some sort of thing. And I'm just like, I did not know what was going on because like I was not raised with any religion. And, uh, you know, religions always have these like weird ceremonies that the people just know about. Like I went to a, a wedding the other day and it was like a Roman ca- or no, was it Roman Catholic or what? It was Catholic. It was one of the Catholic ones. <laughs> There's, like, old ladies next to me that were, like, repeating shit like the priest was saying. Like, they knew it, you know? They'd be like, and then when God loved Jesus, and Jesus did upon God, and this old lady would be like, and the power of God, I'm in, or whatever. And I'm just like, what, we're supposed to do that? Like, I don't know what the fuck's going on, and I just go up there and eat a biscuit. I don't know, I don't know anything. No, you're just supposed to be invited to the party part. I know. The other part, like, they (laughs) do. And then all the friends come to the party part. I know, I know. When I turned 26, I was like, I'm going to have another bar mitzvah. Like, you do it every 13 years, right? (laughs) Have a party, get presents, rent out a hall. All that good stuff. Yeah, it is is good to fucking rent out halls, man. Drinking booze, fucking, uh, I I don't know. I like to pretend like I'm some partier and I'm just sitting here in my pajama bottoms like fucking on Skype. You don't party like the weekend? No, I do not. (laughs) Drugs and pussy all the time? (laughs) Yes. All the fucking time. Listen, guys, we're going to listen to a track and then we're going to come back uh, because it's a lovely Christmas time. I don't think I'm playing any Christmas songs, but I'm going to play songs I dig. And here's a cool one from Mahoney. This track is called Future.
And that was Future by Mahoney on this wonderful Christmas episode. And I am joined right now by Marco Merrick, the host of Synthetic Sundays, and Lucas, who is robots with ray guns. Yes. So, yeah, man. Uh, Marco. Yo. How you doing, mate? I'm pretty good, mate. I was just uh, at a friend's house watching They Live. Uh, classic movie. I haven't seen it in a few years, and fuck, I just love it, mate. I love the fight scene in it, that eight-minute-long fight scene. Oh, yeah, for sure. Basically just a whole rest wrestling uh, routine that they do, but a few backbreakers and suplexes, but uh, it's awesome stuff, that movie. Speaking of which, I was playing, uh, I got myself an arcade controller, so I'm going back and trying to find all the games I used to enjoy as a kid, and there's some fun uh, arcade wrestling games that are pretty ridiculous. It's a lot more fun to play with an arcade controller, man. It's got those big buttons you just slap. <laughs> it sure is. <laughs> <laughs> Slapping those buttons. <laughs> I really, really was addicted to, I think, fuck, was it called WWF or WrestleMania, the arcade one from, I think it was, fuck, what year was it? Like 80, 88, 89 or something like that? That was oh, such a good arcade game, that one. Did it have a four-player, that one? Hang on, I'm going to Google this. <laughs> <laughs> While he's Googling Lucas, you haven't been on the show in a while, so I'm going to have to have you back proper anyways to talk about your last album, but are you still uh, working on some stuff for the new year? Oh, yeah, definitely. I'm going to release a new single. But, like, it's not a new single. It's just from the album, but I'm, like, revamping it to make it, like, a, a radio edit to kind of switch it up a little bit. Maybe a music video, maybe not. Kind of looking into that. It's kind of hard to get a music video done the way you want it to. I think that's what we talked about last time when you were on the show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, get it done. I don't want it to end up like one of those like really bad cheesy music videos unless then it goes viral which then it's like okay whatever I'll just recreate that like boots and pants commercial and just see what happens boots and pants and boots and pants and boots and pants and boots and pants and boots well do uh what was that chick with the fucking Friday song you gotta get something like that going oh yeah I'll get her to cameo yeah man not anything right now does that work does does she have like any draw anymore because she came up with another song didn't she no I, I completely forgot about her till you mentioned her <laughs> she was the best oh yeah <laughs> so what's been up since I've talked to you last time because I think you you weren't on all this year so I haven't talked to you in like a year so like did uh, did anything significant happen if you're still struggling to make music video i don't think that much has changed in that department no just i was just really focused on getting that album out i was going to sign a contract to a record label that was exciting until i got the contract and i was like uh this looks pretty shady i don't want to get locked into a deal where like they make a bunch of money and i get screwed so i just decided not to go with it and do everything on my own again and which is what i did finish it up release it on my own now i'm already like on to working on new stuff so in the past year did you uh did you like get a new haircut or anything no it's always the same <laughs> i have what question is that I, I wear the same thing every day too i just have a closet full of the same stuff like, <laughs> well i like seeing how people have changed since they've been on the show last time so like sometimes people change their haircuts yeah no i don't like change you seem like the kind of dude who's like had the same haircut for a long time is that true oh no i used to dye my hair a lot like, i had every really? Every color, yeah. Cool. I, I went blonde once. I don't, I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I can't make fun. In high school, I had fucking uh, I had bleached tips at, at one point. Oh, that that's pretty bad. Yeah, man. it was yeah, the '90s. <laughs> it was a horrible time. <laughs> Hey, Marco. Yo, yo, I'm still here, mate. You ever dyed your hair blonde? Honestly, I can't believe we're talking about this, but I think once I put blonde tips in my hair back in like when I was maybe 14 or 15. Mm. You guys pussied out. Like, just do the whole thing. Go platinum. Well, no, it's like you do the tips just so people know that you 
kind of like to have sex with men, <laughs> but you don't want to go fully, you don't want to commit, right? So you just have to let them know that it's kind of something you like to do. And that's what Bleach Tips is all about. Right, Marco? I didn't really need to because I used to spend a lot of time at the beach and I used to surf a lot. My hair actually went blonde anyway, so it, it was kind of silly, but yeah. How was surfing? It was pretty good. It was uh, very grueling, actually. It's very, you got to be really fit to do that shit. And uh, I gave it up a long time ago because I just can't be fucked, to be honest. <laughs> what it comes down to really and the beaches are very packed as well it was it's not worth it fighting for waves and shit it just became ridiculous that sounds cool though fighting for waves <laughs> it's like that 80s movie <laughs> yeah, it makes you sound like a badass <laughs> fighting for waves do you have uh, big plans for Synthetics FM, Marco, Christmas or anything? No, not really. I'm currently taking a break and I'll be back in the new year to do some new shows. You know, talking about beaches and stuff and surfing, I'm taking a break to spend a bit of time with family and stuff over Christmas and um, spend some time at the beach and enjoy the Australian summer for fuck's sake. What a lovely sentiment. <laughs> spend Christmas time with family and go to the beach for fuck's sakes. Yeah. Those are the two most important things about a Canadian Christmas as well, except you end up walking on top of ice and worrying that it's going to crack underneath you and you die. <laughs> That's what living in Canada is like all the time. Yeah, uh, ice, ice fishing or something instead? Yeah, you can do that. You get these nice cold fish and you eat them just like popsicles. <laughs> <laughs> do people actually really do that? I've seen that in cartoons all the time and obviously I don't really know <laughs> People actually go ice fishing. They got cut a hole in yeah, the yeah, ice. That's a, that's a real fishing. thing. Yeah. <laughs> no way. That's yeah. cool. There's a lot of things in Canada that are just like cartoons. Also, the cats, when they eat fish, they just reach into the garbage can and pull it out and like suck the body of the fish off. So it's just a fish head left with like the, the bones. It's always the fish head left, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is that shit? That's the way. Listen, let's listen to another track here. This is a track by Max Thor called Buried Deep Inside Off the Summoner soundtrack. Walls folding 
And that was Buried Deep Inside by Max Thor off the Summoner soundtrack. And they're busy working away on that film. It's got Adam McNabb in it. Should be fun. But anyways, I am talking right now to Marco Merrick from Synthetic Sundays and Lucas who is Robots with Ray Guns. A lot of tracks on that album that you just released. Oh, mine? Okay. Yeah. No, yeah, no, Marco's. <laughs> we're going <laughs> to talk about mine. Shit, did you hear that? I didn't Damn, plan man. for that. It just, that. It just happened. Just like the last time. It just happened. I was like, oh, that's, that's too many. I'm going to narrow it down. And then when it came time to it, I'm like, oh, I can't really do that. It just fit. But next time, it'll be it'll be smaller. That's what she said. What does that even mean? <laughs> I don't know. Next time, know. it'll be kind of smaller. Of... <laughs> <laughs> Shorter. I'm really OCD about it, too. Like, I can't have specific numbers of tracks. Like, like I can have 10, or I can have 15, or I can have, like, 12 or 13, but never 11 or 14. That's just weird. Are those, like, unlucky numbers? No, it just seems weird to have those. Like, mm. it just looks odd. Now that uh, I, I listen to most of my music digitally and stuff, like, uh, track numbers seem to mean less to me now. When I was younger and you had a CD and you would, you know, see that big glowing number of the track that was playing, it sort of meant more. But now when, when you get a link and you're looking at, like, a band camp page with just a list of songs like i don't even register how many tracks there there are anymore right so what i'm trying to tell you is it doesn't matter man just make the cool music <laughs> it doesn't matter any anymore because of like digital music but i i like the idea of like concept albums and having the whole package and kind of having that experience and that's why i keep releasing albums instead of just doing singles because honestly most people just put out singles or eps now but i love the concept of putting together an album and having a, a specific style with it and a, and a visual and, and just kind of like the whole package so i'll just keep doing that because that's what is fun for me whether or not people just consume the whole album you know as is or you know take tracks from it and listen to it in playlists like for me making the album is the fun part putting together that package i like doing that i wanted to uh, make a joke because you kept on saying have the whole package a few times oh and i'm sitting there waiting for my time to strike when i can <laughs> come in there with a having the whole package joke and then i didn't do it in time hey uh so this is a surprise here. We just got uh, Highway Superstar, I think, is, has joined us now. Oh, sweet. Yes, indeed. Oh, What's up? yeah. Hey, gone, brother. What's up? Hey, how's it going? Alex, Highway Superstar, where are you right now? Uh, I'm in Singapore. What are, what are you doing there? Uh, on a business trip from work. You're a businessman. I can't say that I'm a businessman, but I do have business trips, which help me feel like I'm a businessman. Do you wear a suit? I try not to. Sometimes I have to. Do you bring around a briefcase? Like It, it doesn't have to be filled with anything. No, just, no, no, just no, no, no. Uh -huh. no, no, no. I got like this uh, laptop pseudo briefcase. Like It's not a real leather briefcase, you know. It's just a laptop <laughs> uh, bag. <laughs> it's all about the briefcase, man. Uh, look, when I, I worked at the bank one time for a few months, and uh, I bought a briefcase just for that, but I just kept my lunch in it. And it was so thin that, like, I couldn't even hold a thermos. Like, do, you, it was... do you feel important with the briefcase? You kind of do until you open it up and people are just like, what do you keep in there? And it was just like crackers because, like, it was such a thin briefcase that I couldn't even keep, like, a oh. can of pop or anything. <laughs> it was like saltines and cookies and stuff and, like, I think maybe a juice box. So it's not like a Pulp Fiction type of thing where you open it and then it glows from inside and stuff. Well, it depends what kind of crackers, I suppose. But, you know, it didn't glow. It was a... <laughs> right. it was a 
a cheap briefcase. But anyways, man, enough about briefcases. We're having a lovely Christmas show here. I was just talking to uh, robots with ray guns and Marco, and of course, highway superstar, wonderful uh, musician in Singapore at the moment, not wearing a suit. What's going on, man? How are you uh, celebrating this festive season? I'm going to celebrate it tomorrow by a 20-hour trip back home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Dude, there's music, like Christmas music everywhere here, and uh, you know, we don't celebrate this in Israel, so you don't get exposed to the amount, the crazy amount of Christmas music that goes on. I've been listening to Wham! and Mariah Carey all week, so uh, <laughs> <laughs> at this point, I'm not sure how to take it anymore because it's everywhere. Like, they're blasting it outside of my hotel room, like the speakers of the hallway, just blasting Christmas music all day long. Oh, yeah, it's, it's the worst. Uh, yeah, like we were just talking about it earlier, but the Canada and the States, they're pretty much the same, where like literally the November 1st, and then all of a sudden there's radio stations that are just doing like Christmas music all the time, and it's the same like four songs, just loop. Yeah, if I'm gonna hear All I Want for Christmas is You again, I'm gonna murder someone, really. <laughs> the one that drives me nuts is the fucking Little Drummer Boy, because it's a shitty song to begin with, <laughs> and then you get to hear everyone's like interpretation of it. Bum, 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 bum. Yeah, all the divas and all the people, they always like try to add their spin, and their spin is always just adding superfluous notes into the vocals, so it's just like, pum 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 you know, and you're just like, <laughs> fuck off. That, that's the one that just drives me nuts. It's just like, oh, man. Uh, anyway. I think you should record your own, then, after hearing that. Maybe I will make a Christmas song. You should. We'll all contribute. We'll make a whole album. But I want to do, like, funny Christmas song, but I can't think of what that would be. Listen, we're going to listen to a track, and then we're going to come back with these lovely uh, three people who are calling in on this wonderful Christmas show. What do I got next on the playlist? Oh, here Here's a track. Oh, it's a classic from Le Cassette. This is Arms of Mine.
And that was Arms of Mine by Lucasette from the Left to Our Own Devices album. That's a classic. And I am here right now on this wonderful Christmas show with Marco Merrick, the host of Synthetic Sundays, Robots with Ray Guns, and Highway Superstar, who just joined us in the last segment there. So, Alex Karlinski. <laughs> hey, you uh, you did a remix of a Robots with Ray Guns track, right? I think I played it on the show the other day. I did, I did. And this is the first time I am hearing Lucas like talks, uh, talking live. We never actually talked in person like only through mm. internet and chat and uh, we never actually heard each other's voices I think like live do you want to say something to each other I love you man <laughs> 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 We're basically brothers now. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Actually, pretty that much. was for my second out, so that was a long time ago yeah. that you did everything. It's yeah, been it's like really two and a half good. years, like, I think. Two and a half, three years, maybe. It's one of my favorites oh, of, of remixes been done on my tracks, which haven't been very many. I'm really bad with like rendering stems and stuff like that. I'm just like, ah, oh, fuck it. That's some uh, music lingo there for you audio nerds. Rendering stems. D-A-W. That's the extent of my knowledge. <laughs> yep. Compression. Loudness wars. <laughs> just Andy throwing some buzzwords around. Yeah. <laughs> random buzzwords. Yeah, man, those are all the ones I know. Uh, what else is there? Uh, uh, EQ. Huh? <laughs> How's that? That's a good one. <laughs> I'm getting the impression nobody cares for me on this call. Can I throw a radio term? Like yes. Air check. Well, yeah, I could do that. Fucking, uh, 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 wow, okay, I'm out. I'm actually out. Can you air check synthwave style? I can't do anything properly. Like, this whole show is a fucking mess. Oh, I, I don't know why it's still on, and I don't know why anyone likes it. <laughs> this one. <laughs> <laughs> Bullshit, come on man Your show's always of a high standard Don't give me that crap <laughs> Shamelessly self-promoting Yeah, well it's all good What's going on with Highway Superstar, man? You got anything uh, you're working on? Since the album was out The latest album I had like a few months Where I was just resting And uh, nothing really came to mind I wasn't feeling kind of depleted Out of musical ideas and stuff But now it's kind of all getting back to me So uh, I won't say album tracks But uh, I've been writing here and there I've been releasing a couple of tracks done this uh, collab with uh, Frank Music synthwave style sort of thing on his latest uh, EP and I've got at least like two three more down the pipeline are you gonna write a track called uh, Singapore Business Trip <laughs> I might there better be a track called Singapore Business Trip on the fucking next album no, fuck that there should be a track called uh, Next Trip Next Stop Australia <laughs> <laughs> Next stop should definitely be Australia. At this point, I yes. know, I know some so many people from Australia. It's crazy not to go. So uh, right, you know, eventually, right. I'll do it, Marco. Eventually, I'll do it. <sighs> Maybe Marco won't even be there at that point. Uh, I'll be here till April, buddy. Otherwise, I'll see you in New York. <laughs> I'll tell you what: if client liaison wants to open for him, I'll go to Australia. Otherwise, I'm not bothering. <laughs> It is a long way to go, mate. I tell you, that flight is a bitch. <laughs> yeah, what do you do on those like big long flights? I guess it's nice now that we have like iPods and things to like watch movies on, but like the battery won't last. Movies, I watch movies and series. I think I watched True Detective season one the first time I flew over there. That was great. I mean, you watch a good, you, you find a good series like that. Mm. Time flies, but if you if you got nothing to watch, you know, I mean, fuck reading a book or something like that. Screw that. <laughs> but then, what do you do? Like, how do you uh, like the battery life? Right, like your laptop's not going to last that long, is it? Dude, planes have got charges. They got USB yeah. ports, man. <laughs> 
when was the last time you flew a plane? <laughs> it's so crazy because like when I was when I was young, I've been on a ton of planes. I've traveled all over the world, but I haven't been in a plane in probably like 10, 15 years. There you go, then. But before then, I was like. I didn't know they had uh, chargers on there. That's exciting. I don't know what people used to do back then. I mean, you just have to read. What do you do? I mean, they used to have one screen and they'd play a few movie, a movie or so occasionally. I remember when I was a kid, they'd play like the occasional movie. That smoking section in the plane, which seems so fucking weird right now, but mm-hmm. it was boring. You just read a book. I don't know. That's what you do. I have guess. awkward conversation yeah. with the person next to you. Yeah. You talk. Oh, screw that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's still like charter planes that you have like uh, screens for. A bunch of seats like you you have like uh, oh. one screen per screen per like six seats or something and you have like maybe six or twelve screens uh, for the entire plane and then uh, they may show you a movie they then again they may not depends on their fucking mood i was on one that had screens on the back of every seat and then you could track the the flight in real time like with a 3d map and you could like watch tv and movies and with the headphones and usb yeah, charger that, yeah that's what i did like uh, on my flights mm. here to singapore you just have on-demand tv movies live tv uh, you can track yep. your plane i remember uh when i traveled to southeast asia singapore had the best mcdonald's <laughs> mm. <laughs> i uh, i haven't had any western food since i got here because there's so many things to choose from and so many styles of uh, cuisine yeah there's like pho there's uh, ramen there's sushi there's korean traditional chinese modern chinese uh, whatever like take your pick there's so many food places surprisingly they're like all full well listen man we're gonna listen to another track and then uh and then we're gonna we're probably gonna say goodbye to all you people it's been fun talking to you but i got the boards are lighting up here with calls coming in and i'm gonna have to answer them but we're gonna listen to another track uh what do we got here Oh, there's a fun one from Vincenzo Salvia. Talked to him earlier in the show. He's a fun guy. This was a track I dug. It's called Chrome Love.
And that was Chrome Love by Vincenzo Salvia off the Chrome Love EP. And we're having a lovely Christmas. I'm talking right now to Highway Superstar, Marco Merrick, and Robots with Ray Guns. But we got to go because uh, people are calling in, man. It's a very exciting Christmas time. So is there anything? Uh, Who the fuck's calling in? <laughs> they're all calling in. Everyone's calling in. The board is lighting up, right? I have a board in front of me, and it is lighting up. Marco's mom. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I need for my show. I knew I needed something for my show. I need a fucking board yeah exactly you need a board and i have a board and it is literally it's just a bunch of red lights mostly telling me to stop making this show but like some of them are people calling in so you have a board of canada i do have a board of canada i've got several boards of canada they're good (laughs) coincidentally they're telling me not to do the show either but listen you guys it's christmas time uh, that doesn't mean anything, but, uh, you know, it's just a time to do things. So, uh, uh, Lucas. Yes. Give me a nice uh, Christmas send-off here. What would you like to tell the people? Happy Hanukkah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lovely sentiment here. You don't, want, you don't want people to listen to your music or anything? No. Nah, That's terrible. Okay. <laughs> I'll say it for you there, because obviously uh, Robots with Ray Guns came out with a fun album this year with lots of cool tracks. I think my favorite was the one with Blue Jay. That's the one I, I gravitated to anyways. Is that okay with you? I don't know. You just sit there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Did you fall asleep? What happened? <laughs> no, I, just, I thought that was rhetorical. Uh, I don't know. Like nobody has a. There's not one favorite track off the album. Everybody seems to like a different one, which is I think is good. But that's not the one I'm going to release as a single. Well, that's the single in my heart. It's called "Gone," featuring Blue Jay. Merry Christmas, Lucas. <laughs> Bio. What are we doing? <laughs> Uh, Marco, you say something. Merry Christmas, everyone. Uh, That's all I got to say. I hope everyone has a safe and fun Christmas festive period. I don't know. (laughs) And it was fun chatting to everyone today. Yeah. Awesome hearing you guys. I just want to wish Merry Christmas and don't be home alone on Christmas, I guess. And if you do, (laughs) set up booby traps so that (laughs) you can thieves in your home don't forget to buy a tarantula as well you know we were watching a home alone it's funny because as i get older i find it actually hard to watch because i just i feel the pain like it's so painful when he's like dropping bricks on buddy's head and each brick like just leaves this indentation in the dude's forehead and it's like oh that looks so painful to me (laughs) the staple in the fucking nose and stuff that's part two though yeah (laughs) lovely chemistry we got going here today i don't i I don't know like uh I feel like, uh, as a dad, I feel like it could totally happen to me. The more I grow up and watch it, I'm like, fuck, I could have easily forgotten that kid. Oh, yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He's, like, so unnoticeable. He's like Casper or something. I'd forget him in a heartbeat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I like the last little part there. Like, if you compare the mom to the dad, the dad's like, meh, eh, whatever. Yeah, you you want to fly yourself? Go ahead, do that. Like, I don't care. I'm going to stay in Paris, whatever. <laughs> yeah, no, I understand. That's the fucking uh, the miracle of life. The um, I got nothing. I have absolutely nothing. Listen. Miracle of life. It's, it's been fun talking to <laughs> all of you. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, oh shit! <laughs> Sorry, I'm trying to keep it together. <laughs> oh shit! Sorry. Oh, all right, all right, I got to get up. 
<laughs> All right, guys, it's been fun, man. Have a lovely holiday. See you, Cheers. See ya. Bye. See you guys. And that was Robots with Ray Guns, Highway Superstar, and Marco Merrick, the host of Synthetic Sundays. This is a crazy episode, man. So many people are calling in. Uh, it's really exciting, and I enjoy it. And I hope you guys enjoy it, too. Tell you what, let's go to the mail sack. Be faithful listeners writing to the show, hoping that you know. All right, here's an email. This is literally from, like, the beginning of the year. <laughs> I think I intended to read it, and I never did. Or maybe I did, and I cataloged it wrong. But anyways, here is a mail sack. This is from a dude called Alex Lashmanov, and he says, Hi, Andy. Thank you for your show. One night, I was on my way back home and listened to Beyond Synth. It was the last train, and there were nobody in the train except people that checked tickets. And then goes the part where you read junk email. It was about the woman with very diseases who lost her husband. It sounds no fun at all, but I was laughing and cackling like an idiot. So these people in the train must have think I'm crazy. So thank you for this wonderful experience. Well, buddy, thanks for listening to the show, and I'm happy to make a show that makes people laugh, even if the only people they're laughing to are a bunch of ticket collectors on a train. And with a name like Lashmanov, I imagine it is some European country. Uh, well, of course, he's on a train, and there's, like, ticket collectors, right? We don't even really have a train system anymore in this country. I mean, we do sort of, but, I mean, it's like subways. It's not what it used to be, is what I'm trying to say. The infrastructure for trains is, what am I doing? Let's read some more mail. This is from Diego Ceballos. This is also, uh, when the fuck was this from? I wonder if you say your name Ceballos. Because there's this other guy who donates to the Patreon who pronounces it Ceballos. So I'm going to say it's pronounced Ceballos now. This is from Diego Ceballos. This is also from earlier in the year. He says, Hey Andy, for the arcade section, what about Mega Man X? Have you played? That's right, because earlier in the year I was talking about some of my favorite uh, classic video games and I was going to do a section where I review arcade games. And I'm still going to do that. I'm saving that for if we reach our first Patreon goal. So as you know, if you donate to Patreon, you can donate, uh, you know, a small amount, you know, and it's a monthly donation. And kind of like Kickstarter, if you get enough donations a month, then um, I've promised that uh, one of the features will be a regular video series uh, connected to Beyond Synth. And one of those would be an arcade review show. Anyways, he says, what about Mega Man X? Have you played it? Nope. Next message. I mean, I might have, like, played Mega Man X for a little bit. I'm going to be really honest with you. The Mega Man games frustrate the shit out of me. Like, I just find them frustrating as fuck and not that much fun. I didn't find them fun when I was a kid, and I don't find them fun now. Um, They're relentlessly difficult, and that kind of shit annoys me. Like, it, it honestly does. So call me a fucking wimp if you want. But you can kiss my ass. All right, let's listen to a track. This was one I enjoyed uh, from this year. This is a track by a dude called Agent Murphy, and this is a track called Virtual Emotions. Thank you. 
And that was Virtual Emotions by Agent Murphy. And that is a cool song. Uh, Let's go over to the boards here and see if anyone's calling in. All right, and I'm here with Damon Hatfield from IGN. What's up, everybody? How's it going, man? It's going very well. Thanks for having me back on the show. Yeah, man. It's It's a lovely Christmas special here. All these people are calling in it's all very exciting are you actually talking to me from ign i am i'm in the ign office our old podcast room right now oh right because you do it all uh video now right yeah we, we everything's been moved we have a nice fancy studio where we shoot a bunch of our shows and all the podcasts have been moved in there right now so but uh oh the stories these old walls could tell here in the old podcast room is there like shit carved into the desks and stuff yeah it says greg miller was here <laughs> <laughs> who the hell is that guy yeah, right? Whatever happened to him? <laughs> so how you been, man? I've been very well. We're just getting things wrapped up here at IGN. We just posted our uh, Game of the Year nominees Ooh. today, actually. Who votes? Uh, I, everyone in editorial here at IGN. So do you get to vote? Yes, I do get to vote. Are you wondering how I'm going to vote? Yeah, I'm just curious. Uh, I, I'll totally tell you how I'm going to vote. I've been very upfront uh, about this. My favorite game of the year is Inside. Is that the one that was made by the um, the same dudes who did the... Limbo. Yes, yes. Yes, it's the fall of to Limbo. I haven't played it, but I have a buddy who works... Uh, actually, works for Red Barrels uh, on um, Outlast. Yeah. But I mean, he was going off about that game to me. He's just saying, dude, this game is like so good. It is incredible. 
It's the most profound experience I've had playing a video game this year. So that's how I'll be voting. Well, that's cool, man. I'm trying to think the last time I had uh, what I would refer to as an experience was when I played uh, Journey yeah. on the PlayStation. Yeah. This is more of a creepy and eerie game. You know, Journey is a very like, I don't know, it's like a, a spiritual profoundness. Yeah, yeah, this, yeah. This is like weird and creepy and unsettling. Yeah. <laughs> but I loved it. Yeah, I've been meaning to have you back on the show. And this whole season of Beyond Synth, there was like, several points where I was just like, okay, I want Damon back on because there's going to be like some video game news approaching. Yeah. And each and every time it was like, oh, something's going to happen. You know, this company's going to announce something. And then they did, and it was kind of a dud. And it's like, then I would be like, all right, well, we'll wait for the next yeah, uh, <laughs> the next thing to, to pop up. And uh, now I think most of all those press conferences have, like, come and gone. I can say I bought a PS4 Pro. Oh, did you? I just did. Yeah. I, <laughs> did you already have a PS4? Yeah, I traded. I mean, I do this sometimes. Like, mid-console cycle, I might, you know, upgrade to the slim model. Or, sure. you know, maybe it craps out and you buy, you know, like a, a newer model or whatever. So I just figured, you know, like halfway through, I'm like, okay, you know, I could use a bigger hard drive. I could use a new controller. Uh, my PlayStation 4's fan was kind of getting loud. They are loud machines. Yeah. Sure. So I just thought, you know, if I can fucking sell it now for a few hundred bucks and, you know, get a slightly better model, I will. But I'm, I'm under no illusions that it is a very fractional, like, upgrade. If fractional is a word. Fractional is a word. <laughs> yeah, so that's what I, what I was going to talk to you the first time was like when PlayStation was about to have their press conference and that thing was just the weirdest, dullest, weird press conference I've ever seen. The one where they yeah. announced the Pro. It, it seemed like even Sony wasn't that excited about it. Yeah. <laughs> for some reason. But you have a Pro. I'd like to know if you, if you like it or not. Do you have a 4K TV? No. Okay. So literally, I'm sort of looking for experiences that offer like uh, for example you know like the tomb raider um shadows of mordor and infamous games that give you the 4k choice or the higher frame rate choice it's still in 1080 and stuff so so far i've tried it with a few games and it's you know it's with shadows of mordor when you super sample but you're still in 1080 i do notice it's a bit smoother with like the kind yeah. of the, the jaggies or whatever but nothing that I would be like, look at this amazing difference. Yeah. It's actually surprising to me because I thought I was going to go all in for any game that offered like increased graphical fidelity, but keep it 30 frames a second. But now that I've played uh, a few games with several different options, I noticed the frame rate option more. It's definitely something you can train your eye to notice. Yeah, definitely. Like with Infamous, there's like a higher graphics option. And honestly, like I kept switching back and forth going like, I don't see what's being enhanced here at all yeah but uh when i put it on higher frame rate mode even though it's not consistently smooth but i do i do notice that yeah and that's pretty much it <laughs> no i mean yeah that seems to be the uh a lot of people's experience with it yet i i haven't picked one up yet just you know for the same reasons i don't have a 4k tv yeah i don't really see there hasn't been a game that i've seen that really demonstrated to me wow this is why we need to have the playstation 4 pro yes and i don't think that's ever going to happen do you have a psvr no i see that's another thing yeah this whole time psvr because i'm in canada right so every right. all the press releases all the stuff has always been in american dollars hmm. and you know the canadian dollars worth a lot less so it was always tricky going like well how much is this thing actually going to cost because they keep on saying like oh it's like 3.99 for the headset and this and that and so yeah i had to wait until finally the stuff was just in the stores to just do the pricing and in canadian dollars if i were to get the headset 
you know, the the two move controller bundle and um, the camera because I don't have that. It would have been about eight hundred and fifty dollars Canadian, wow. which is uh, pretty steep for something that I hasn't been proven to me yet. Yeah, I only know one person, and he doesn't really live in the same city as me, who bought one. Right, and so I'm like, ah, do I do this? Make like some fucking like trek to like this dude's place just to try it and fucking vomit, like because that's what's yeah. going to happen. Sure, you must have tried it, right? Oh yeah, yeah, we have it here in the office. I've played a bunch of games with it. Again, like it's uh, the technology is really cool. I definitely see potential there, but there isn't that one killer app, that one game that's like, this is amazing. I have to own this and play this in my own uh, living room. But I need to see it. I know it's like with the Wii and with those other things, you know, sometimes you just play it and you get it. Yeah. But I actually haven't done any VR in my life. Interesting. They don't have them on display at what at Best Buy or, or GameStop or anything like that. I haven't seen any yet. I mean, I know that is something they are doing, but I haven't... Yeah. And the ones that are local to me haven't done it yet, but uh, I'm going to try it out. And we'll fucking see. Anyways, man, listen, we're going to listen to a track, and then we'll talk more with uh, Damon Hatfield, man. We'll uh, talk about what you're excited about coming up. How about that? Cool. Sounds great. For the, the new year. Okay, here's a cool track by New Lands. Or no, it's not by New Lands. It is called New Lands by Tommy86.
And that was New Lands by Tommy86. And I am here on this wonderful Christmas show right now with Damon Hatfield from IGN. Hello. What's up? You know, I'm, big, I'm a big fan of Christmas. I like to say it's the most wonderful time of the year. Yeah. <laughs> Did you patent that phrase? Yep. That's just my little saying that I came up with. <laughs> but in all seriousness, I actually am a big fan of Christmas. Hey, are you a fan of eggnog? If it's, uh, if it's got a little kick to it. Yeah. Yeah, I know what you're saying. It's got a little adult juice in it. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> for the most part, a lot of people don't seem to like it. It's like this divisive drink. Yeah, I understand. It's. I guess it's one of those acquired tastes. Yeah, but, uh, yeah and it's I, called I, eggnog. I guess that's part yeah, of it, Yeah, it doesn't really sound that appetizing, I no. guess. <laughs> so what's your favorite thing to do, man, at Christmas time? Well, obviously, play video games. Mm. Uh, I, forget, so, I forget somebody tweeted this uh, at some point, and it's one of the all-time great tweets. Uh, and it, it goes something like, what was even the point of Christmas before video games? Yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's pretty good. But, you know, I have lots of great, a lot of my greatest gaming memories are tied to Christmas, getting games at Christmas, getting the original Nintendo Entertainment System in mm. 1986, I believe, and just like freaking the fuck out. What games did you get when you got it? I had the original set that came with Rob the Robot and the Zapper. So I had Duck Hunt, Gyromite, and then I also had Super Mario Brothers. You know, Duck Hunt was so good. It was great. Like, it's got <laughs> the animation so great with the dog, and when the ducks get shot and their eyes bulge out. Yeah. When I think about that game now, I mean, like, I can still get joy from that if somebody still has a copy with, like, an old school TV. There's still something just that's really uh, great about Duck Hunt. It's totally playable. It's actually, but if you're kind of, if you're even the least bit good at it, then it's really hard to lose. And it, goes, it just goes on forever, and you start to get bored after a little bit. I've been getting back into, you know, playing, like, arcade emulators and stuff, and yeah. I just bought myself an X-Arcade stick. Sure, those are great. Yeah, they are. I have one, I have one myself. Yeah, and it's, it's, it's good. I like how sturdy it is and stuff, and, like, I don't plan on ever building, like, a cabinet. Yeah. I appreciate when people do have cabinets. I think it's a cool thing to have in your house if you have the space. But I've also, from the people I know anyways, who have cabinets, all of them seem to tell me that, it's not quite as worth it as it seems. Yeah. Like the people who've gone to the trouble of building one, they're just kind of like, it just sort of sits there and I never play it. So yeah. I want to do like, I want to have an approximate thing, like have the X arcade, maybe have a little fucking uh, cabinet that it sits on that I can like wheel out and then just have like a wall mounted TV and, you know, yeah. play arcade games when I need to and just sort of like shuffle it back into a cupboard for that. Because for me, I love the old school beat-em-ups and the brawlers. Yep. And, uh, you know, that's like, I have a beer with a buddy, you know, over Christmas holidays, you know, and we'll play for 40 minutes, beat X-Men, and then, you know, the experience is over. Yeah, exactly. It used to cost you like 20 bucks and quarters to do that. Yeah. <laughs> and now it just cost me 200 Canadian dollars to fucking ship an X-Arcade stick. Yeah. Uh, to- <laughs> yeah, no, I have, I have all my retro games on a, a Raspberry Pi. So just the tiny little Raspberry Pi, everything's on there. I like the idea of building one of those arcade cabinets someday when I have more room, mm-hmm. but it uh, definitely is not doesn't have a place in my current uh, San Francisco apartment. When you have the man cave thing with the fucking pool yeah. table, then then yeah. you got the corner with the the arcade unit. But until then, it's yeah. Till then, Raspberry Pi is just fine. Yeah. How does the like I've been I've been researching different um, methods because right now I mean I just have like some emulators on my laptop. Uh, my MacBook, and it, there's that open emu, which is pretty good, the way it, like, sorts through things like iTunes. Yeah. But it's a little finicky with the arcade stuff. Like, it seems to crash every time I swap games. But how does the Raspberry Pi work exactly? Like, I don't know anything about it other than the word Raspberry Pi. No, I know. It's dead simple. And I'm, I'm actually not, like, uh, handy, like, like, techie. I didn't build it myself. I bought it 
pre-installed with the uh, emulators on it. It was like 70 bucks and you can get it from Amazon. It's called RetroPie. And then you buy it, they just ship it to you and you just plug it into your TV with HDMI and you're ready to go. You have to provide all the ROMs, but other than that, it comes with a controller too. So it's just like ready to go. Plug it in the computer. You're instantly playing all of your retro games. What the fuck is this? RetroPie? Yeah. I am going to Amazon immediately. Yep. It's like 70 bucks. It comes with your controller. It's pre-installed. It's great. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Okay. So what's, um, <laughs> so now I'm just like, <laughs> hang up and uh, go to Amazon and uh, add it to your Christmas list. So what's got you excited then? Obviously we've had, um, you know, we got the PS4 announced, which was lame, but whatever. I, I got one. Mm-hmm. The Nintendo, you know, announced the Switch and stuff and we got yeah. the Scorpio coming out as well and probably next fall yeah so what's got damon hatfield from ign excited i'm definitely excited about the uh nintendo switch i guess maybe i'd qualify that with i'm cautiously optimistic sure because nintendo has uh you know they've taken some interesting side roads and detours from uh, (laughs) your usual gaming console Mm -hmm. with their past two consoles but uh the Switch looks cool. I, I, Zelda is awesome. We're hearing the Switch is likely going to launch with the new Mario game, so that all sounds great. But even before that, I think in February, there's some really cool games coming out. Horizon Zero Dawn is a PlayStation 4 exclusive. Right, yeah, yeah. And uh, that seems really cool for, uh, if you like open-world adventure games, which I do, mm-hmm. the uh, Tomb Raider, Assassin's Creed, Shadow of Mortar, that style of game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With uh, robot dinosaurs. Mm. <laughs> uh, and then on Xbox in February is uh, Halo Wars 2. I was a big fan of the original Halo Wars. I like real-time strategy games. And that's just real-time strategy set in the Halo universe. So that that should be really cool, too. Yeah, I this summer, watching all the presentations and all this fucking, you know, like from these upcoming huge games, you know, even if there were little snippets, like here's fucking one second of Mass Effect and whatever... The thing that um, compelled me the most was that Zelda game, and I can't quite put my finger on it, Yeah. but I was watching those gameplay videos like over and over again, because I love open world RPG. I mean, Skyrim is like in my top five. Sure. I've been playing the, the remaster on PlayStation. Like, I just got right back into it, and I, I finally realized, I'm just like, dude, this, this is in my top five. It's just one of those games I can just play yeah. and relax, and I'm not even doing anything, but I'm just absorbed by it. It's hard to quantify, really. Sure. Yeah, no, I totally understand. But um, what I love is, from all I saw with that Zelda, was like they're finally doing like those RPG elements, but there's still that Nintendo spin on it. Like there's still this sort of cartoony playfulness to the animations sure. and what's going on. And I just, I was just, I just kept watching it, going like, what am I even watching? It's just Zelda's cold and there's a little cold meter and for some reason I'm like oh it's cool man Zelda's got a cold meter and I'm like why is that so exciting to me and him cooking yeah. and stuff but uh, and sliding on the fucking shield and stuff like it it looks cool yeah I love that you can climb anywhere but that you have a stamina meter so you can't just climb over the tallest mountain in the game if you want to but mm-hmm. here in this case you know you can climb up it for a, you know until your stamina runs out I like that mechanic a lot yeah, I know it looks it looks so cool, and for me, it's almost like getting the switch because I think the switch looks cool, but it's almost like a given if it means that I'm going to get the better experience of that game. Yeah, I think that's what's sort of driving my interest in the switch right now. It's like if that's where the you know the higher definition experience of Zelda is going to be, then that's where I'm going to play it. Well, apparently Skyrim's coming to Switch too, so well, I, maybe you'll want to get it just for that. No, I, I mean, I, I just, I just want that Zelda. That's where, that's, yeah. that's where my brain is at. Yeah, well, let's listen to another track, and then we'll fucking, uh, we'll talk for a few more minutes. Uh, cool. That's cool with you, man. It's cool with me, man. Awesome. Okay, so here's a cool track. This is One on One by Sebastian Gempel, featuring Tommy Reeve.
And that was One on One uh, from Sebastian Gample featuring Tommy Reeve. That's a cool track. But right now, on this wonderful Christmas episode, we're talking to Damon Hatfield. That's me. IGN Intrepid. Can you say Intrepid uh, in, Intrepid Reporter? No. Like, what's, what does Intrepid mean? Oh, man. I, they do say I do. I think they do attach that word to uh, reporters, but uh, I, I, I don't know if that's really uh, accurate for me. <laughs> you don't feel intrepid because I'm not really sure of the definition, like you just said. I'm trying to look it up. <laughs> fearless, adventurous. Yeah, no, I, I probably have some fear. I'm not. I wouldn't say I'm fearless. You know, since I talked to you last and you, you sort of had an album and I, I'm i always hesitant a bit to talk with you about games because obviously if people, you know, they can see you on GameScoop and, and doing all the yeah. iGen stuff, they can get your gaming opinion. I was very careful last time we talked to be like, well, you know, he needs an outlet to talk about his music because I can't imagine you get that opportunity too much on IGN. That's true. But whenever I do talk to you, I just want to talk about games. <laughs> so I, just, <laughs> I understand. <laughs> that's where my brain goes. So what's coming up for you in the, in the new year? You got any cool stuff planned? Actually, yeah, I do actually. I have a new album that will probably be of interest to you and your uh, listeners because it's just straight up synthwave, 100% synthwave. That does interest me. So I've been working on that all this year and it's coming around third base. I think early in the new year, it'll be uh, finished up and ready to share. So yeah, I, that's what I've been working on most of this year. Late last year, I released the full Black Cloud album, which is more of like a synth pop with vocals uh, mm-hmm. sort of project. And this one is just straight up instrumental synthwave. All sent away all the time. You'll have to come back on the show in full. Yeah. And when when the album comes out and we can talk about it and stuff. Yeah, I would love to. That should be early next year, I'm hoping. And what about uh, Christmas? You got any like specific plans? Do you have any specific game you're going to play over the holidays? Uh, well, we'll be, I'll be going home to... I'm from Kansas City. That's where uh, my family is. So my, my wife and I will be going home to Kansas City. And there's a bunch of kids there, a bunch of nieces and nephews. Uh, and they have an Xbox. So we'll be playing some Xbox games with them. I wanted to get an NES Classic to uh, take home, but even I, like, I, I, it's impossible to find. <laughs> it's like it doesn't even exist. It's impossible to find that thing. You're just, like, yelling at the, the people in the stores, like, what about my clout? Yeah, well, I don't go to stores. Like, it's not 1995. <laughs> <laughs> I do my shopping on Amazon, and yes, Amazon does not have the NES, NES Classic. God, I... You know, every time I read, you know, people always want to post those stories about how, like, terrible Amazon is, you know, behind the scenes. But, fuck, that company is amazing. Like, I don't... Whenever people are like, oh, you know, the employees are mad and stuff, I'm like, but, dude, I don't have to go to a fucking store anymore. Like, I hate shopping. It's the worst. (laughs) Get in my car and drive to the store and get out. No, no way. (laughs) Seems so archaic now. Yeah, well, I'm probably just going to be playing a lot more Skyrim. I think that's... (laughs) Yeah, that's a good one. What I am playing right now is Final Fantasy XV, and that's really good. I'm actually really surprised with how well that turned out. Yeah, how do you feel about that? I've watched some videos. I'm not like a huge Final Fantasy guy, so it's always interesting when I see videos and go like, oh, that's what Final Fantasy is? Like, to me, yeah. Final Fantasy is still like Final Fantasy 3, or like dudes with wizard hats. and Yeah, the funny thing is that despite what it, it looks like, it actually plays pretty much the same way the old school Final Fantasies did. You still have like a party of adventurers, you travel from town to town, taking on quests, you have to save the world, you level up your characters. It still plays the same way even though it totally looks, you know, very different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's super fun. I recommend it. All right, dude. Well, we can uh, we can probably wrap this up, but it was nice to uh, have a little catch up with you. Yeah, thanks for having me on. And uh, we'll talk again in the new year, man, when you release uh, some more tunes. But uh, yeah, is there anything sure. you want to say to the uh, to my ten listeners about uh, Christmas time or whatever? <laughs> I just I just want to say happy holidays to you and yours. Play some video games with people you care about. What a lovely sentiment. It's sincere. I. 
<laughs> Whenever I, I say things sincerely, and I do mean them that way, but it just <laughs> well, you just you you got a good radio voice. It's so just, that's, it's it hard. sounds fucking phony. It just every time I like sincerely. Anyways, anyways, dude, it was good talking to you, and uh, have a merry Christmas yeah. at IGN. All right, same to you from all the employees here at Beyond Synth. Thanks a lot, man. That was fun. And that was Damon Hatfield from IGN. Of course, you can catch him on IGN.com. You might recognize him. He shows up in the videos, you know, where they tell you the news and there's like a guy talking. And usually if it's not like a pretty girl, it's probably Damon. (laughs) And they also have a video game podcast and stuff like that there that he hosts. It's a good source for video game news. I don't think... I need to advertise for IGN, but uh, anyways, uh, that's a cool place to go for video game stuff. Anyways, let's listen to a track. This is Laserhawk's track Arrival, but remixed by Mitch Murder.
And that was Arrival by Laserhawk, the Mitch Murder Remix. Of course, we're still doing, uh, you know, the Tweet at Meech campaign. You can always uh, tweet at Mitch Murder and say, hashtag Tweet at Meech and say, hey, Mitch Murder, be on Beyond Synth. It's funny to do because he's never going to do it. And I should point out, just in case there's any confusion, I am friendly with Mitch Murder. He just doesn't want to do the show. Maybe one of these days he'll lighten up on the idea and do it. In the meantime, he doesn't want to. And that's what makes it even funnier when my listeners heckle him and tell him to be on the show. (laughs) So as you guys know, Beyond Synth has a Patreon, and that's a way you can donate money to the show, and lots of awesome listeners have donated uh, since we started it. And on this wonderful Christmas show, uh, of course, we're going to do a shout-out to the patrons who, I was about to say, make Beyond Synth possible, but uh, they, they help. That's the point, is that you guys are wicked for helping out. And I thought I'd bring in a guest to help me read the names of the things. And so here is Joe Wood from Lucaset. How's it going, Joe? Very good, Andy. Thank you. (laughs) I just realized the... uh I really am getting that up-close radio guy voice. Should I do the same thing? I don't... And then we we talk like this. Hello. Hello, man. Perhaps... You gotta put more bass in your voice. Perhaps we should be reading a book of some kind. Andy. (laughs) (laughs) Andy. Anyway, Uh, the point... Okay. The the point is that uh, you're going to help me out uh, today with the Patreon on this very special Christmas show. We're going to read the Patreon names now. These are obviously the lovely uh, Pattersons, as uh, as I call them. So let's roll for the end of the Beyond Synth season for the final time, the Patreon jingle. And that's the Patreon jingle by Hoo-Ha. He makes some fun jingles. So, Joe Wood. Yeah. Do you got any Christmas plans, first of all? I've got my heating in. I had my, my boiler installed. Mm-hmm. That's all I really needed for Christmas this year. Well, that's exciting. You're a, you're a homeowner <laughs> now, right? You're an adult. Well, I was before, but um, we've upgraded to uh, what we call a semi-detached. I don't know if you guys have that word. I think we do. I don't, I don't know what it means exactly, because when you say it's semi-detached... That means it is still attached, semi. Yeah, yeah. It says like it's just two houses stuck together, <laughs> but I only own half of it. <laughs> See, it's weird when they say that because to me that just implies that it is attached. Yes, it'd be detached normally, wouldn't it? If it was just a single house. If it was just a single house, <laughs> why call it detached? Yeah, there's no reason to even bring the word attached or detached into it, right? Because yeah, yeah, just call it house. <laughs> What could you call, like, two houses stuck together, then? Well, those are attached at that point, right? Yeah, so just call it attached house. I'm really bad with my real estate terms. I know I know. there's, like, townhouses where it's, like, big sort of units. Uh, anyway, anyway, listen, we got to read some Patreon names. Yeah, <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> is it... I find, I find the word, re, is it realtor, you say, over there? Realtor, yeah, 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 realtors. That's such a, such a weird word. We don't say it that over here, we just say estate agent. Yeah, they're called realtors over here for some Real, reason. Real, realtor. 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 So, 
Do we not know what that means? I have friends. Like, I've got some friends who are real estate agents. Well, you also call them real estate agents. All right. But they have the word real in front of it. So it's either a real estate agent or a realtor. So real is important for them. It's such a stupid thing to do, really, isn't it? Because people just Google. We can just find out now. That's true. Or we could just do the reading (laughs) of the... (laughs) <laughs> the patrons instead. All right, so let's start. Um, I want you to read the names, and then I'll uh, I'll let you know how well you did. Oh no! <laughs> I knew this would be like a test. Yeah, this is yeah. So start us off with the one dollar patrons. Right. <laughs> Andy Synth would like to thank. Do we still call you Andy Synth? I never do, but all right, Mister Last. <laughs> Mister. <laughs> Mr. Last would like to thank Rivonia. Mm-hmm. Is that one of them? Yeah, Rivonia. That's not that's not like one name, is it? Yeah, no, that's that's one person. They they actually donate two bucks to the show. Thank you very much, Rivonia, for your kind donation. Nice one, nice one. Brendan Kellum. Yep, Brendan Kellum. Brendan, oh, shall I try to do it with the with the video voice? Sure, man. Is that Steve then? The next one. <laughs> well, Power eighty five. Yeah, yeah, but it's down as Power eighty five, right? Power eighty five. Okay. Thanks, Power Eighty Five. Okay, I'm gonna attempt this one with all the accents. Is it Thomas Buben? (laughs) (laughs) Thomas Bubenixek. I I don't know how to say the weird little hat upside down hat on the sea. Do you know how to do that one? Hold on, my phone is ringing. Ah man. Thomas. I'm just gonna let it ring. I'm just gonna let it ring. One. Message. Message. One. This is a message for. Atkinson. <laughs> From FDR Limited regarding an important financial matter. This is not a sales call. <laughs> what was that? It's one of those people <laughs> who calls because they're like a collection agency. He sounds like um, Alan Rickman. This is Alan Rickman. <laughs> Hold on, now think? Yeah, they, there's this number that literally calls my house three times a day, and it's like a collection agency, and that's the first time they've left. They never leave a message, and this is the first time they do, and then you can tell that it's not even for me. Like, it's for someone who probably just had this number like ten years ago. And Hello, Mr. Last. <laughs> anyway, that's a little insight into uh, the Beyond Synth. Okay, so... This guy's name... Thomas. Yeah, he sent me uh, uh, how to pronounce it properly because I believe it is Czech. And it is uh, Tomasz Bubinicek. Like that. Okay, Mr. Last would like to thank Tomas Bubinicek. <laughs> <laughs> and Tomas donates uh, 314. He's one of those people who donates an interesting amount. Anyways. Ooh. Thank you, Tomas. Yes. Okay, and then we have Eric... Valerio? Yeah, Eric Valerio with his $3 donation. Nice. And then we have Python Blue. Python Blue. $2.50. Thanks, dude. And go check out Python Blue's music. He makes cool music and he's been on the show before. Okay. (laughs) I-90-R-R. Is that tough for you with your accent? (laughs) You guys don't do R's really, do you? Don't you like soften them? I-90-R-R. Yeah, because you go like I-90, ah, ah, like that. All right, yeah, so I'll do it. I-99, a <laughs> like, like Irish then. I broke into Irish. I'll just do I-90, ra, ra. <laughs> I-90-R-R. Thank you for your $2 donation. R-R. R-R. <laughs> you say it like Cornish pirate. 
Ainaidi, R R. Right, we're not, we're not even halfway through the list. Yeah, I know. Right, um, Zycorax. Uh, Z- now I say Zycorax. Oh, but I wonder if it is Zycorax. I've never been corrected. Anyway, he he donates uh, one dollar and eleven cents, and I should add that this month. His accumulated donations equal six sixty-six. The donation of the beast. Ooh. Thanks, Zikorax. Miss Last would like to thank Lucas Ceballos. Yeah, it's you know how this one's pronounced? Or oh, is it Kelabos? It's Ceballos. Ceballos. Mm. <gasps> oh, double L. I, I didn't know that. I, I called him Lucas Ceballos for like years. Uh, anyway, Lucas Ceballos, thank you for your donation. Donation! (laughs) (laughs) Shall I try to do them all, like, really excited? Do whatever you want. This is going to be like a fucking 40-minute segment. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Uh, Okay, next one. Arjun1981. Arjun1981, thank you. Yes, I can't keep that up. Mm. Um, Kinaz... Yeah, Kanaz, dude. Thank you, Kanaz, for your donation. Sounds like a wizard. Kanaz the wizard? Simon Nordberg. That's a cool name. Simon Norberg. Thank you. From Beyond Synth. Nord. I was thinking, like, you know, Nord synthesizers. Is that a thing? It's a thing. Like Cog. It's a brand. Ah, okay, yeah, yeah. I don't think I know that brand. I don't know Nord. I think it's Nord. They're, They're like red... I might, I might be wrong. You'll have to cut it out if I'm wrong because I don't look stupid. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the fear merchant. The fear merchant. He merchants in fear. Ah, yes. I wonder how much it costs. It's <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, where is he going with this? <laughs> right, okay. Is it Zeech? It is Seech. Seech. Apparently inspired by the... Frank Herbert novel, Dune. They've sent you little things describing what their names come from and stuff. No, I ask I ask them every show, because a lot of people donate. They've got these names I can't pronounce, and so I make it a joke until I figure out how it's actually pronounced. Uh... So I had a field day with fucking Tomash, because I was like, I was, I, the one time I called him like a Tomas Bubenseek, and like I would just make up these silly things. Anyways, Siege, thank you for your donation. Thank you, right. Okay, next one. Data suck. Data suck. Do you like saying data? <laughs> data suck. Uh, you know, I actually had that exact same thought. Ah. When I was, uh, well, I had data stream on the show, and I was like, you know, do you say data or data? And then, for some reason, when I see data suck written like that, I want to say data suck. Data suck. Uh, Either way, it's just a weird thing to keep saying over and over again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Okay. Russ, do you not say the K? Knees. 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 Yeah, it's pronounced, I think it's a Russ Knees. Yeah. Thanks, buddy. Here's one. I can't fuck this up. Nathan Winter. Nathan Winter. Thanks, Nathan Winter, for donating to Beyond Synth. Do you think his name changes in spring? (laughs) (laughs) Is that what you you got for me today? (laughs) 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 <laughs> okay, next one. <laughs> Moving on. Terence Thompson. Terence Thompson. The Thompsons. Um, thanks, buddy. <laughs> um, 
thought you were going to say something about the Thompson twins then. Oh, I right. could have. Yeah. Oh, you could have done. Yeah, just do it after. Um, oh, whatever. Knox. Bellow. Knox Bellow. Thank you for your donation. Lunar Baboon. Lunar Baboon. Thank you for your donation. That guy's actually does, uh, he's a web cartoonist and he's got a pretty successful Patreon of his own as a popular, <sighs> popular thing there. So that's cool. Do you, do you compare Patreons? I certainly do. <laughs> well, because I've seen some Patreons that are amazingly successful. And uh, it's inspiring. You know, I look at those and go like, holy fuck. I mean, these D's are like, they're making a salary doing their thing, you know. And mm. wouldn't that be cool if I could do that one of these days with this show. But uh, if the Patreon actually became to the point where it was actually a salary, mm. then I would do Beyond Synth as a job. Oh, can you imagine? Right? Like, I'd be, it, it would probably become like multiple episodes a week. I'd be able to like... Pay guests. Yeah, well... <laughs> Let's not, let's not go crazy. <laughs> All right. All right. This is crazy, but this segment is too long. So we're going to have to go to a track, and then we'll just keep thanking the Beyond Synth patrons after. So let's uh, listen to Fempop with the track The Game.
And that was The Game by Fempop. And I had her on the show earlier this season. You should check that one out. It's a good one. And uh, I'm here right now with Joe Wood from Le Cassette on this uh, Christmas spectacular as we thank all of the people who have donated to Beyond Synth. So now it's time for the $5 Pattersons. $5 Pattersons. If anyone wonders why I call them Pattersons, it's because I have a French listener. He always listens to the show, but he was saying that he made a joke about how he's not as worthy as the people who donate, and then he referred to them as Pattersons. I don't know if it's just like a translation thing with Patreon, and so uh, I found it funny that he called them Pattersons, so then I, I started. It's <laughs> not a great story, it just is one. Uh, anyway, let's go. <laughs> let's fucking do... This is gonna be like a two-hour thing. Five dollar donor. Saloja. Saloja. Thank you oh, for your yes, donation. Yes. Key... See, no, I say Kai, Kai, and that's another one that I've I've not been corrected. I keep saying every week, like, do you do you say Kai? And like, I never got a response. That's the the best part about Beyond Synth is I think like besides the fact that nobody listens, I think even some of the people who donate don't listen. All of these could be bots. Well, hey, fuck, whatever, man. The the money's real, baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. Hellroy. Yeah, Hellroy. He donates $6.66. The donation of the beast. Thanks, Hellroy. The donation of the beast. <laughs> right, okay. Girls with tails. Girls with tails. Thank you. Another wacky donation. Five six seven five six seven. Thanks, Girls with tails. I appreciate it. Boom. Replicant 81. Replicant 81. Thank you for your $5 donation. I'm not going to be able to keep doing this, so I apologize <laughs> okay, to okay. Every, everybody who's lower on the list. <laughs> like, or higher on the list, I should say. Yes. Uh, mono memory. Mono, mono memory. Mm-hmm, uh, that guy mm-hmm. uh, makes some cool tunes. I think I played some on the show before. Thanks, mono memory, for your donation. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> lame. Robot. Lame Robot Mitchell Carswell. Thank you for your donation, Mitchell Carswell. Thanks, Mitch. Dougie Fresh. Dougie Fresh. Thanks, Dougie Fresh. Dougie Fresh is a cool guy. He's got a red shirt on in this picture. Nice. Will Lowe. Will Lowe. Thank you for your donation. Will Lowe's a cool guy. John Eternal. John. Eternal. <laughs> now, now I really have done it. I, <laughs> <laughs> uh, thanks, dude. Uh, I appreciate it, man. I, I like my my donate do, my my donate donors. Uh, Patterson's P- Patreon. Uh, fuck. Keep going. Go on. I don't know. Bobby B. Are you doing Bobby B? <laughs> Bo- <laughs> no, that's it. Sorry. You want me to riff more over the top? Bobby B. I could try and rhyme with each word. Bobby B. Nice cup of tea. Yes, Bobby B. A minx from England. Ooh. Thank you for your donation. Devious Raven. Devious Raven. A minx from the United States. This is my new thing: is calling the girl <laughs> donation ladies minxes. <laughs> Is that is that inappropriate? Is it inappropriate to be referred to as a minx if you're a lady? Minx. I always thought I always liked the sound of that. Like, look at that minx. <laughs> I've lost where I am on my list. Hang on. We did Bobby B, Devious Raven. Bobby B. Ah, oh, yep, yep. Philip 
Herberger. Hooberger. <laughs> is it who? I, I see. That's the thing. Maybe it is. I say Hugh-Burger, but maybe it is Hugh-Burger. Next Patreon is Roman. Thank you, Roman, for your donation. And Philip Hugh-Burger. I appreciate you both equally because you give an equal amount. A bit like quantum physics, in it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing that sounds Again, cleverer than, than quantum <laughs> physics, in it? Is that, like is that how the scientists it. sound who, uh, when they talk about it? Well, it's quantum physics, in yeah, it? Yeah. <laughs> Florence. Florence Bullock. <laughs> yeah, I, I believe, I, I believe that's Bullock. <laughs> I put some emphasis on it. <laughs> Florence Bullock. <laughs> uh, Florence Florence Bullock. Yes. Thank you for your donation. She is a minx from the United States. Maybe I need a cutesy name to refer to the, the guy Patreons. Um, if I'm calling all the girls minxes now, that I should probably be calling the guys something. Jocks. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, you fucking jocks. Anyway, thank you, Florence Bullock. She's cool. She's been uh, she's been donating since uh, pretty much the Patreon came up, and I appreciate it. Thank you, Joe and Lando. <laughs> I like the way you do it, Joe and Lando. Uh, Joe and Lando, thank you. They've also been there from the beginning. Joe and Lando, they host a podcast. There's the Ozone Nightmare, and then there's also Ozone Late Night, which I've been a guest on many times. You guys should check it out. Nice. Uh, and that's what that is. Joe and Lando. X. Riz. Music. Hey, that's actually how I say it. That's what I is landed it? on. Yeah, that's, hey. For the longest time, I was like, is it Xerxes or whatever? And I landed on X-Riz Music. So X-Riz Music, thank you. Donation, $5.55. Triple five. Five alive. Mm, X-Riz yes. Music. Yes. Martin Airborne. Martin Airborne. Thank you, Martin Airborne. Uh, that dude makes some music that I've played on the show. Thanks for your donation. Chris Schmokel. Chris Schmokel. Schmoke him if you got him. Nice. He donated $4.20. 420, bro. You know what I mean? You know what that means, Joe? Yeah, yeah, it means yeah, words, Canada. No, four, 420. Yeah, 420, yeah. You know what happens at 420, like in the daytime? What, you mean in the morning? <laughs> No, like any time when it when the clock strikes four twenty, you know what the people do, the cool people. Let me figure it out, but it's amazing. Let me try and work out my brain. At four twenty, does it rhyme? <laughs> no, four twenty is when people fucking smoke dope. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> or like responsible like parents or something. Like that's the <laughs> that's the reaction. No, that's what, uh, you know, when, when stoners, they think it's cool, you know, and they go like, 420, you know, like, that's when you fucking spark it up. And you're like, 420, bro. Don't they just have it all day? <laughs> <laughs> it seems really weird having this designated time. <laughs> not... Well, you know, the thing about uh, stoners is they love following the rules. <laughs> and uh, that's one of the rules is you got to fucking spark it up at 420. Nice. Yeah, anyway, so thanks, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> And I can't believe that this segment is still going, but we gotta we gotta listen to another track. So this is Ogre with the song Brawn.
And that was Ogre with the track Braun. Uh, we were talking to him earlier in the show, but now I'm here with Joe Wood from Lucasette, and hopefully we're almost finished listing all the people who donate to Beyond Synth. So now it's time for the lovely $10 Pattersons. Now, of course, these people, they donate uh, 10 bucks, and if you donate 10 bucks to Beyond Synth after a little while, I'll make you a personalized thank you video. That's the wonderful prize they get. Do you think that's a good prize, Joe? Yeah, 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 yeah. Would you like a personalized thank you video from me? Those videos you make on the internet are funny. Thanks, man. You make some funny videos, too. I know you've made some funny dubs. Yeah, that was... Have you noticed how old they are? Yes. I put it online. Ten years. Ten years I've been on YouTube. That's weird, isn't it? I make it sound like I make films every week. It's like, they're the only films I've done. <laughs> we're, ten, we're ten years ago. Well, they're still funny. People should check them out. What is your YouTube page, anyways? Oh, it's just my name. Like, oh, is it Joe Malomo? Is it that one? I don't know. I don't <laughs> People can just type my name in, I think, and find my channel. Joe Wood. Yes. Anyway, he's made some funny videos that do they do make me laugh, these terrible dubs. I mean, like, now it's all the rage. I think I was the first to do it. Yeah, because, you know, people, well, people are doing them now, you know, the bad lip syncing and stuff like that, but you were doing it ten years ago, and... I'm going to say this on record. Yeah, yeah. Funnier than... Oh, thank you. You know what? Because honestly, the thing is, I think there's a lot of people, they find videos, they confuse fun with funny. Ah. And I think that those bad lip reading videos, they are technically proficient, but I don't find them funny. Right. Do, do you like where I replace the words for rude words? That's what I tended to do. <laughs> Yeah, no, it, it's funnier. Like, to me, like, the thing that bugs me about the uh, the bad lip reading is they don't really push it far enough, like, in terms of offensiveness. So, like, I just don't find them funny. Like, they'll just, like, here's some, you know, scenes from the movie Twilight and, like, the all the things that people say are just, like, you smell like a fish and, like, it's just stuff like that. It's not, like, mm. stuff that makes me laugh. So while the lip syncing looks very good and they do a good job, I just kind of watch them just like, meh. You know, like, I appreciate the work that goes into it, but it doesn't make me laugh. Yes. Anyways, that's Andy's personal opinion on that. So let's go to my lovely $10 Pattersons. Right, here we go then. Fraser Davidson. Fraser Davidson. And, of course, he did correct me because I called him Fraser Davidson. But, of course, Joe knows. <laughs> that could be a segment. He pronounces it the European way, which is Fraser, even though it's spelt with an S. Thanks, Fraser Davidson. You're a cool guy, and I appreciate your support. Jacob Wick. Jacob Wick. They're making a sequel to John Wick. Ah, nice. And that's how that relates. Thanks, dude, for your donation. I appreciate it. Uh, it means a lot to me. Colin Bennett. Colin Bennett, who, of course, is FM84, and uh, he made one of the best albums of the year. And so go listen to that. And thank you, Colin, for your support. And maybe he might be calling in shortly. Trevor Resnick. Trevor Resnick, thank you for your donation. Trevor's a cool guy. He often uh, sends me links to tracks on SoundCloud because, uh, you know, just give me ideas of cool music that's out there, and I appreciate it. I like when people do that because it helps me uh, find cool artists. And uh, thank you, Trevor. That's just an alias. Ah. His real name is probably like, I don't even know what his real name is. Brian, um... Resnick. Brian Resnick. <laughs> okay, I think this last one might be a conflict of interest, but um, I'm gonna. I'll say it anyway. Uh, Jake Last. 
Jake last. You know what? We are not related. Uh, That's true. Yeah, it probably, it probably is you. It's, <laughs> probably is you putting some money into the fucking $10 pot. I would actually lose money in that arrangement because Patreon takes a percentage and then PayPal takes a percentage. So I would actually lose uh, if I donated to my own Patreon. It would be a losing. I'd be best just keeping that money. Anyways, Jake Last. Yeah. No relation to me. Thanks for donating to the show. Um, actually, you know what? Yeah. Jacob Wick sent me a message because one day I was, you know, sometimes I have little fun things to say about the people. And one day I was like, I don't know anything about Jacob Wick. Well, Jacob Wick said to me, my favorite synthwave artist is Ledham Riot, who led me to your show. And my favorite video game soundtrack is Frank Klepacki's work on the original Command and Conquer from the 90s, but still high in synthness. Now you don't have to say you know nothing about me. So there you go. Now you know something about Jacob Wick. Yeah, 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 yeah. Jacob, I know all his stuff now. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll... Anyways, listen, that, that's the Patreon. We did it. Yay. So we had a fun uh, fun day today. That's the Patreon for Beyond Synth for this Christmas episode. Thank you all for the people who donated. Some people donated throughout the year. Obviously, I always read the lists as it stands, right? So some people did donate during the year, but, uh, you know, they just donated for a few weeks or a few months or whatever. And uh, I also appreciated their support as well, but I don't have their names on hand because they're not on my list anymore. But um, I appreciate everyone who donated. So... Joe, thank you very much for helping me with the Patreon. Thank you. So, man, uh, what's uh, you gonna have a good Christmas? Yeah, like I say, no presents, just boiler and uh, lots of family coming round. Well, you're giving your wife the best present of all, the gift of warmth. Yes. And a roof. Yes. Over her head yes. to bake pies. Cakes. No, no, the oven. Don't, don't mention that the oven's broken now. <laughs> <laughs> It is. It is. It's actually the thermostat's gone in the oven. Well, maybe you can uh, just get some trays, some metal cooking sheets, and then just set them on top of the boiler. Cook that way. Yeah, you see? This is that Canadian innovation we're missing over here. Get some beef and then put it next to the boiler, and hopefully the heat will slowly turn it into jerky. Mm. And then you fucking eat that jerky. Oh, have you ever made pork jerky? No. Mm, I bet that's good. <laughs> <laughs> I just saw. I just saw it in a shop the other day, but didn't buy any. Because I just love, you, I just you love when it's just. Like, mm, I bet that's good. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, man, thank you so much for helping me with the Patreon. No problem. <laughs> I got lots of people calling in the show, so I gotta. We gotta get back to uh, regular business. But uh, it's been good talking to you. Have a good Christmas, Andy. Yeah, you too, buddy. We're sorry, your call cannot be completed as dialed. Please check the number and dial again, or call your operator to help you. It's always nice to hear from Joe Wood, and if you want to listen to some funny stuff, go to the episode I did with Joe Wood, where over the course of the show we made a song, because the song we made is still awesome, and it's funny to see how the song was created over the course of the episode. That's a, that's a fun one. So let's listen to another track. Of course, it wouldn't be Christmas without Myrone. Love Myrone, man. Uh, this is a track. This is my favorite Myrone track. This is the Pump Master. Mr. Jake Kettler, are you ready for the Terminator Virgo? 
And that was The Pump Master by Myrone. And of course, you are listening to the Beyond Synth Christmas Spectacular. There have been so many guests so far, so many more coming up. It's a good time. Uh, we're all having a good time, all right? So anyways, let's uh, go to the boards and see if anyone's calling in. Oh, here it is. It's lighting up. Oh, and who's this on the line? We got FM84 and Phaserland and JJ Mist. Hello. Hello. <laughs> hey, Andy. Hello, everybody. Hi, guys. How's how's everybody doing today? Doing good. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I've got a, I got a little bit of a cold. So if I sound like a Muppet. Yeah, me too, man. I just got a cold between my last conversation and this one, even though it's taking place moments later. <laughs> so listen, man, how's it going here? What's uh, I'm trying to think who I haven't talked to in the longest. Well, uh, JJ missed. We've never talked at all. No, this is the first time. <laughs> so it's nice to meet you and have you on the show. Yeah, totally. Thank you. We're just going to talk <laughs> gibberish today because, of course, this is the wonderful Christmas episode. Uh, and we will have JJ missed on properly... Uh, in season five of uh, Beyond Synth. But in the meantime, uh, how's it going? Who, me? Yeah, you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh it's great. Yeah, yeah, just chilling, just trying to stay cool. It's getting hotter here, so got the fan on, just, yeah. Well, that's cool. It's... <laughs> We've just come out of spring, so. Yeah, I'm like boarding up all my windows now because it's getting colder. Oh. And all the, the cold air is shooting in. It's pretty chilly in San Francisco, so, yeah, I feel you. Oh, boo-hoo. Is it snowing over there, Colin? No, it's not snowing. I don't think San Francisco ever gets snow, but it's pretty chilly, that's for sure. Well, because it was snowing in Vancouver, that's why I ask, so they're sort of on the same line of latitude or longitude. No, I don't think San Francisco gets snow. I don't know, might be wrong. How long have you been there? Coming up on five years, and I've never seen snow, so... Mm. Although, weirdly, last year when we went, flew home for Christmas and came back in January, it was like... 86 degrees Fahrenheit in January? It's just like, what? How does that work? Now I've got to take out my fucking Celsius Fahrenheit adapter here. Hold on. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 see, I'm from, I'm Celsius normally from the UK, but um, I've yeah. completely, I'm completely messed up now. I've got no idea which is which, so. Yeah, 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 I know what you're saying. Yeah, 72 seems like a good temperature, although I kind of like the house about 76 because I'm, I don't know, I'm from Scotland and it's generally cold all my life, so now I just live in a warm palace. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Phaserland. Hey, what's going on? Uh, it's been a while since you've been on the show, man. What has been going on? It has been a while. Well, this is like the th the third time, maybe. Is it the third time? Is it? It's like old hat. Yeah, it's an like old hat by now. Hold on. No, you've only been on once, right? I swear it's twice, but you know what? I could be making that up. The, so the we'll Phaserland show. Unless we. Sp oh god, I don't even know my own fucking show. <laughs> We did a Sunglasses Kid thing. Oh, no, no, because um, Sunglasses Kid, I did a little catch-up with him for the first 20 minutes of your show. Oh. Oh, yeah. That's what that is. But but we're also planning something for the new year, which I'm not going to spoil for the listeners. <laughs> but uh, how you doing? You know, pretty good. Besides the uh, the cold. You know, I'm uh, just about finished with the new LP coming out, which is pretty awesome. Ooh, is that going to be out before Christmas? You know, I don't I don't think so. Okay, I, think good. I mean, you know, it'll be done, but it won't be out yet, so um, maybe January, February, and it's going to be on uh, Rasa Corsa. Ooh. Which I'm excited about. Yeah. Sweet. That's exciting. Nice work. 
Does it have that signature phaser land sound? It does. It does. And uh, what's cool is, is Jess is going to be on one of the tracks as well. So it's Yay! pretty neat. Who the hell is Jess? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, I JJ Mist. <laughs> J- JJ yeah, Mist. That's, that's it. That's, that's one. <laughs> well, that's exciting. I think a few weeks yeah. ago I played uh, the JJ Mist uh, collaboration with Data Stream. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. That's a great track. Oh, thank you. Listen. <laughs> the bottom line is this, all right? Merry Christmas to all. Yeah. Yeah. And that's that's the that's the bottom line. Colin, you were just on a big long bus ride to get home to be here in time. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep, the, the same Oh my goodness, it's like three hours I spend on a bus every day It's not much fun, but you know, that's it takes takes that takes an hour and a half to get to work Do you have a Game Boy? Yeah, do you have, what do you do with all your downtime? Do you bring in your laptop and do you work on your beats? No, I don't, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I used to actually I actually wrote that, my old my oldest track on the bus uh, many years ago But uh, no, I don't, I don't anymore I just pretty much catch up with uh, tweets and Facebook stuff And uh really dull stuff but yeah we've got wi-fi on the bus so it's i can just kind of zone out and just just chill out and catch up with stuff you know what i hear is actually really good uh if you're like in a big long sort of uh, transit ride is uh, beyond synth the beyond synth podcast hmm cool <laughs> <laughs> okay. you know what i thought you were gonna say that was a big fucking big, big thumbs down there no one agrees but the point is this <laughs> <laughs> is that good where do, you, where, do you, where do you check that? It's not good. That's the point. Uh, okay. <laughs> I can't really do transit anymore. I don't care for it. It's a nightmare. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh. <laughs> I used to have a Nintendo DS, but my wife put it in the washing machine. What? So I, I'm waiting on the uh, the new the new Nintendo Switch. Then I'll take that on the bus. Oh, is that washing machine friendly? <laughs> no, it just... It hasn't been in the washing machine yet. I just thought you were excited for it because it was now machine washable. (laughs) (laughs) Nintendo finally heard my plight. (laughs) It's knitted and machine washable. (laughs) Hey, listen, we're going to listen to a track here, and then uh, we're going to come back with uh, all you lovely people here because we're having a good time. I like to tell that to people. I just tell them they're having a good time so that they believe it. (laughs) That's a great time. That's one of my tricks. Uh, Here's a cool track. This is uh, Kid Casio and Drive.
And that was Kid Casio and Drive, and in brackets, some kind of love from the Sit and Wait album. And I'm here right now on this fabulous Christmas episode with FM84, a.k.a. Colin Bennett. Phaserland, a.k.a. Ross Trinkus, and J.J. Mist. Do you tell people what your real name is? I don't know. I mean, my real name's kind of boring, so I just... Yeah. No, I, I have to, I guess, because people know me as Jess, Jessica, but... All right, so... Yeah. Well, okay, well, I'll call you... <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> you can call me J.J. if you want. It's okay. I, I don't mind. J.J. Mist. JJ, so, yeah. <laughs> so JJ missed. What kind of Christmas plans you got? It's in a few days. I don't know. I think yeah, just gonna hang out with the family, have some food, and go see my dad. Pretty boring. Pretty normal. Maybe go to the. Oh, we might go to the beach. We might go to the beach. I was gonna ask you if you're gonna go to the beach. It's hot. <laughs> if it's hot enough, we'll go to the beach. Sort of a classic Kiwi Christmas. I'm going to go to the beach, too. <laughs> we got a pretty sweet beach. Yeah. At around this time, it's uh, going to be completely frozen over. You can go ice skating. No, skating is fucking hard, man. It's it's ridiculous. You guys can't skate, can you? No. I've never done Goodness. it. I'm borderline Canadian. I'm from Detroit. I can skate a little bit. Well, then you got fucking one up on me, man. <laughs> oh, it's all right. And you got two up on me because you got a pretty cool pair of shades. I saw it in a picture. <laughs> <laughs> Are those those German shades that the blue rimmed ones or something? Oh, they're Scottish. They're for tents. You should be happy, oh. Colin. <laughs> you should be happy, Colin, that he's got Scottish sunglasses. Yay, support local Scottish industry. <laughs> I love the Scottish accent. So beautiful. Oh, sorry. Yeah, they're from the sun- the commercial sunglasses kid did the music on, and I did the guitar wanking on. Remember that little infomercial? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it was really good. So they sent me a pair. Oh, I didn't know you helped out with that one. Yeah. Whenever a sunglasses kid talked to me, he was just—he specifically said that it's all me, is what he said. I, <laughs> it is. That's why I said it was his song, and I wanked on, on oh, top yeah. of it. <laughs> Classic Trinkus. <laughs> oh, nasty! Oh, man. It means it means something different in the states, you guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the states, it means to <laughs> masturbate upon. <laughs> Sorry, I was, do- yeah. I, was, I was doing air quotes there, but no one saw them because it's a podcast. <laughs> Anyway, so listen, guys, Christmas season is here. Eggnog. Does anybody like eggnog here? Oh, I, I love it. Never had it. Never had it. What? Yeah. Ah, that's a, a very surprising set of answers here because usually everyone says no. <laughs> that's like the standard answer I get. So I've never heard never had it and yes before. So I don't even know how to, what to say now. <laughs> Andy, I've got my own uh, eggnog mug. Do you? Specifically just for eggnog. Yeah. See, you're a cool guy. Is it actually made from eggs? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, egg whites? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's all yolks. Heavy cream, nutmeg. It's all sorts of stuff in there. It's a creamy drink, but it's it's a very divisive. It's like uh, every time I ever talk to people about eggnog, they're just like, oh, eggnog's gross. And I'm like, am I the only fucking person in the world who drinks this stuff? Because like every time I talk to anybody about eggnog, they hate it. It sounds kind of yuck. Just from my, you know, what I could imagine. Is it raw eggs? Oh, no, no. It's all pasteurized and safe and it's in the carton like milk. And I guess if you grew up on it, it's different. It's, you know, it's a nostalgic drink because you have it seasonally and uh, you grow up on it it comes out at christmas time basically like in november you, they start putting like cartons on the shelf just like milk cartons except it's uh it's uh it's sweet milk kind of like sweet milk flavor yeah it's sweet um it tastes like a bunch of ground up eggshells with pepper <laughs> maybe, wow. maybe maybe i'm maybe i'm drinking something else i don't know <laughs> okay <laughs> colin bennett 
FM eighty four. Hello. Do you, do you have a do you have a favorite festive drink? It's Christmas. No. I, oh, sweetheart stout. It's like a strangely sweet semi alcoholic drink. Um, you get it in the UK, and I remember my mum and dad gave me it when I was young. You know, before I was allowed to drink, mm. um, and it was it was really good. So yeah, I sometimes get you know you'll need about seventy cans of it to get a mild <laughs> <laughs> mild anything. Yeah, because um, I think it's got zero point whatever. I don't know. It's terrible, but yeah, I'm going to do that. And um, I look forward when I fly. I fly back to Scotland for Christmas, so uh, always looking forward to go back and get a chippy. You know, from for a good old a, good, a chippy's like you know a fish supper kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fish. And, I, and I replace the fish with haggis, so I have like a mm, haggis. No, no, no. Sorry, I said I said yes too soon. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, do that, and then I get some ice cream from this amazing ice creamery in, in a little town called Kilmarnock, uh, which is just the best ice cream on the planet. So I always do my rounds of all my favorite places when I go back. So yeah, that, I'm looking forward to do that and see friends and family and play with a Lego set. I bought my little nephew. He's only seven years old, coming eight, but I bought him a Lego set that's really for 11 to 16-year-olds, mm. basically so I can assemble it with him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> no, that's the so, best yeah. part, man. I do all the the assembling, the Lego stuff for my son, and like I get way more into the building part. Oh, yeah. I keep on buying stuff that's like out of his age range, though. For like presents and stuff, like he I mean, he loves the PlayStation, so like that's fine. But um, I got him like a magic kit because he's always wants to do like magic tricks. But like magic is a little advanced because he's like six now, so it's uh, right. It's it's true. So then I ended up doing all the tricks. Like I'm I know how to do that cup and ball <laughs> trick now. You know you have like the three cups and like you put it on <laughs> yeah. top and then the ball pops out the bottom. Yep. I'm a magician right. now. Is I what know. I'm trying to say. Yeah. I think we're thinking about a different cup and ball trick. Anyway. Oh yeah, sorry, yeah, sorry. Well, I'm, listen, I know lots of cup and ball tricks. I'm sure you do. That's how I met my yeah. wife. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, listen. Let's listen to another track, and then uh, we'll uh, we'll keep talking about uh, Christmas because Christmas is the time of year that uh, this is. So, let's listen to. Uh, <laughs> I just said, no, we have this cheery mood, and I'm about to play a, like a depressing song, but it's amazing. This is Empathy Test, and the track Here Is The Place off the Throwing Stones EP. Drive me slow down the road, sound the horn on every bend.
And that was Empathy Test with Here Is The Place off Throwing Stones. That's a good album. Empathy Test are cool. You should listen to my chat with the lead singer from a few episodes ago. But right now, it's Christmas time. And I'm here with Colin Bennett, a.k.a. FM84. And Ross... Merry Christmas! Merry Christmas! (laughs) (laughs) And Ross Trinkus, a.k.a. Phaser Lad. (laughs) And J.J. Mist, a.k.a. J.J. Mist. (laughs) (laughs) Should we all end in a Christmas carol? Because of the Skype delay, it would be a very terrible thing. You know what it would sound like? Yeah. You know, in, in in public school, when you have like uh, like music class, and like you start singing a round of something, and then the other half of the room like kind of joins in like a a verse later, and it has that kind of effect. Na, 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 that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like really delight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What I'm basically trying to say is it would sound terrible, but. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's not very Christmas spirity of you, Andy. Hey, man, it's Christmas time. <laughs> Sorry, if I just keep saying it's Christmas time, then that should lighten the mood. I need, like, uh, maybe I'll dub in the sound of those fucking bells. Christmas bells. Yeah, the jingle bells. They're jingle bells, right? What the fuck are those things called? Jingle bells. Yeah, jingle bells. Sleigh bells. Sleigh bells, sleigh bells. There you go. Fuck me. You know what the most exciting part about Christmas is? Is the Christmas carols. They're so great. Ooh. See, the thing is this. My wife really likes Christmas music, and so she'll put on, like, the radio stations with the Christmas songs. Yeah. And uh, I don't care for it. I've said this on the show several times, but the yeah. only good yeah. Christmas song, <laughs> there's one good Christmas song, and it's fucking... That's the only one. Oh, Andy. Oh, Andy. Fair enough. Fair Not everyone likes them. No, totally. I'm off and on. I, I like Jess. I like them. You do? <laughs> I do. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. I'll make a concession for Christmas shoes. You know that fucking terrible song? That's a ballad and a half. Oh, okay. my God. That song... Sometimes, you know, there's certain songs that come along that are, like, so cynical, trying to, like, be emotional and sad, but you can just tell the dude was writing it just like, I'm going to make a million dollars, because he's writing, like, a sad <laughs> Christmas song. Terrible. Yeah. Christmas shoes? I've never heard yeah. of Christmas No, seriously, oh, the, yeah. the, the song is about a kid whose mom is is dying and then uh, wants to buy a pair of shoes because she's going to meet Jesus tonight, mm-hmm. and uh, but he can't afford them. So it's like, the song is like, Mr. Please, can you buy me these shoes? Because Mama's meeting Jesus. It's fucking terrible. It's bad, is, is the point. Okay, if you guys love the Christmas song so much, uh, JJ Miss, what's your, uh, what's your favorite uh, Christmas song? Last Christmas, I gave you my heart. That song, Last Christmas, I gave you my heart. I forgot. It's, it's part of that in brackets. Yeah. <laughs> By Wham. By when, isn't it? Yeah, that's yeah. There, you know what? Uh, Protector One Hundred and One does a remix that I played on the show the other day. Ah, I'm gonna do a cover of it probably. So yours will probably be better than Protector One Hundred and One. Although to be fair, I think his was sort of a joke. But uh, yeah, okay, that one's not bad. You know, look, I know I come off as a bit of a grump, but it's uh, I don't hate them all. I just hate a lot of them. If that makes it any better. I totally get. Yeah, yeah. Hey, uh, Ross Trinkus. Yeah. <laughs> Sound like the Grinch. Did I ever tell you the, uh, the Christmas tradition of putting the uh, little naked Caesar man atop my Christmas tree? No. My brother and I, ever since we were about maybe six or seven, it was like, you know, do you have a little Caesar's pizza where you're at? Yes. It's this little Caesar, but uh, they, they had a little stuffed 
character of him, but you can take off his robe and he's got like chest hair. Okay. <laughs> we have decided every every Christmas that it's not Christmas without uh, naked Caesar on top of the tree. So we always try to sneak it in uh, when my mom's not looking and put it up and hide it. And sometimes it's there for like a week <laughs> you know, when he's home. <laughs> but they didn't like give him a dong or anything, did they? No, no, but there's a little patch of chest hair that's a little too low, you know? No. And it's just, it's, it's, it's perfect. That's the Christmas spirit, is uh, the naked Caesar on the tree with me. And some eggnog, Aww. and uh, seeing the family, of course. Yeah, man. Well, you know, it's the Christmas time. Absolutely. <laughs> hey, uh, Colin Bennett. Hello. How are you doing? Doing good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm looking for. I'm just. I'm wishing away the days to fly back to Scotland for Christmas. So I'm kind of. I'm into that. Well, the thing is, it was just Thanksgiving in America. So like, we had. Uh, I worked for Apple and we shut down for the whole week. So I've already had like a, like a week's holiday. So I'm, my brain's still in holiday mode. Mm. So I'm kind of. I'm kind of struggling to get myself readjusted back into work mode so i'm gonna just like roll on the, the second holidays yeah see i'm like my brain is always in uh, holiday mode because i'm like uh, addicted to cocaine <laughs> it's a real problem actually but uh, <laughs> hey you know we've all had a good time tonight it's been nice to catch up with everybody and to to meet new friends and welcome in old ones that's the the spirit of uh, of Christmas, who's shaking that thing? What is that? It's my poor man's version of a sleigh bell. It's a kibasa. Oh, right. that's pretty good. <laughs> we'll listen to one more track and then uh, and then maybe we'll uh, send you guys off in a uh, respectful fashion. Uh, that's my way of saying I'm going to say goodbye to you. But uh, we'll listen to another track and then we'll fucking a triangle. Uh, is that is that any better, Andy? A triangle? Is that Christmassy? What are no? you doing with a triangle? <laughs> I, I oh, used to play triangle. My, that's right. No, <laughs> See, I, I use these in my songs. Uh, I, I tuck them in. You can't really hear them, but it's part of the mix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got a whole triangle track. That's the trinkest thing. Is like the <laughs> yeah. more triangle. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to interrupt. Go that's, ahead. But, <laughs> oh yeah, you're saying you're saying goodbye to everybody. No, we'll, we'll say goodbye in a second. We're gonna listen to a track first. Oh, okay. Uh, what are we gonna listen to here? All right, this is a track. It's a fun one from Hoo Ha, and this track is called Magenta Teal Desert Cruise.
And that was Magenta Teal Desert Cruise by Hoo-Ha. And that's a fun track. He's a fun guy, but who cares? Because I'm talking to FM84. Hello. Phaserland. Hey. JJ Mist. Hi. And uh, we've had some fun today, but uh, you know, the phone is ringing here on this wonderful Christmas episode of Beyond Synth, so I'm going to have to say goodbye to you guys, but we'll go in order here, and uh, if you guys got anything to, to say to the listeners or whatever, so uh, Colin, we'll uh, we'll start with you. Just want to say thanks to everyone. 2016's been an amazing year for FM84, so thanks to everyone that supported me, and uh, hope you all have a great Christmas, and I'll see you in the new year for lots of new music, so stay tuned. That's very exciting. I should add... That FM84's album was very, very good. Thank you. And I enjoyed it a lot. <laughs> and that fucking song, uh, w- Wild Ones, is on rotation at the Andy Synth household. Because it's a good track. That's, I don't know. <laughs> Sorry. It's just whenever I'm sincere, it sounds fucking terrible. All right. <laughs> let's go. <laughs> Phaserland. Hey. Oh, hey, everybody. Um, see you later. Merry Christmas and happy holidays. And uh, don't be jackasses. <laughs> That's a good message. JJ yeah. missed. Merry Christmas and a happy, happy new year to everyone in the Synthwave community. I love you all and just keep rocking, keep making music, follow your heart, love yourself and fucking own it. What is going on? What just happened? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Woo! That was awesome. That was amazing. <laughs> Much better than mine. Yeah. Much <laughs> better than mine. JJ Miss says, follow your heart this Christmas. Follow your heart. Yeah. And of course, all of you guys uh, will be back uh, season five of Beyond Synth because, of course, Phaserland's got some new stuff. FM84 better have some new stuff. <laughs> uh, that's, uh, I mean, not to, I, I, it sounds mean when you say it like that, like you force people, like, you know, they, they put all this work into an album and it's just like, when the hell's the next one? <laughs> uh, but, uh, you know, and of course, JJ Mist will have you on proper uh, next season so people oh, can yay. learn all about Jessica or Jessica. <laughs> You're so good at that, Jessica. Yeah, I can say it your way. Is it Jessica? Is that how you say it? Jess. 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 Eh. Eh. Jessica. Jess. Jessica. If it wasn't clear to everybody by now, I I have the worst show. Like, like, it's one of the worst. No. Anyways, guys, listen, it was lovely to talk to you. Have a Merry Christmas, and uh, that's all, guys. Thank you, Andy. Take care. Thanks, Andy. You rock. Merry Christmas. Woo! Thanks, Andy. Merry Christmas, everyone. And that was FM84, JJ Mist, and Phaserland. So that was fun. I haven't talked to JJ before, so I should have her on the show next season. She seems like fun. You can hear her voice popping up on lots of uh, different tracks different artist tracks and of course she has her own stuff as well and it's all good hey let's uh, let's go back to the mail sack This is a letter from Arjen, 1981. He says, this might be a fun question to answer on the mail sack. What was in your childhood your N64 kid moment? So if you guys don't know what that is, the N64 kid, you can see it on YouTube. It's a kid from, you know, in the 90s and he gets an N64 for Christmas and then he just totally freaks out with excitement and he's just so happy that he received his N64. And I don't want to sound like sour grapes here, but I don't think I ever had a moment like that when I was a kid. I think that's 
part of the reason why, as an adult, when I have any spare money, I do buy myself lots of toys and lots of games and stuff. Because as a kid, my family was never really big on getting me what I wanted. <laughs> Like, I still got presents for Christmas and stuff. Like, Christmas wasn't a bad time. But, uh, you know, like, my parents were more interested in getting me, like, art supplies and, you know, things like that. Whereas, you know, when my friends would have Christmas, you know, they'd be like, I want the He-Man castle or whatever, and they would get that for Christmas. But, like, I never got that kind of stuff for Christmas. So I never really had that moment where I was, like, so super excited at a Christmas present I received. I mean, I think one year I got the Beetlejuice car and some Batman toys, maybe for, like, my birthday and stuff. Like, sometimes I would get toys and things, but, like, you know, like action figures and stuff. But really, see, like, my family was also one of those ones that were, like, against violent toys. So, like, I never got, like, plastic guns to play with or or anything and so I think maybe toys like G.I. Joe's and things were sort of offshoots of that idea that like it's violence you know so they were always more interested in supporting arts and artistic things so for instance I got like a cheap like Casio keyboard and stuff like that but never anything that made me scream all excited so I always envied my friends who you know they'd be like oh my parents got me a Nintendo for Christmas like the first game system I got I bought you know with money like I had to buy it it was never something I was going to receive. So I don't know if that's a sad memory or what. Like, you know, like my parents got stuff. I feel like now I have to defend <laughs> my childhood Christmases. Like I still got stuff. It was still a fun time of receiving presents and stuff. But, you know, my parents just were never big into getting me cheap plastic toys. And, you know, the funny thing is now that I'm a parent, I'm starting to see how those types of toys are really fucking disappointing. It's true. They are. Like, uh, my son really wanted this fucking Play-Doh fucking ice cream making shop thing, and he kept watching the ad, and he was so excited about it. And the thing sucks, okay? But it's a big, you know, he's all happy, like, hey, that's that thing I saw in the commercial. You know, he gets excited that he saw that he's got the toy that was from the commercial. And the thing's fucking garbage, and it is just sitting right next to me now. Like, he played it for one day, realized it was shit. So, in a way, maybe they were doing me a favor, because a lot of those toys do turn out to be fucking really disappointing. So, who knows? Who knows? Anyways, let's listen to a track. Alright, this is Absolute Valentine with the track Bad News.
And that was Bad News by Absolute Valentine on this wonderful Christmas episode of Beyond Synth. Let's go and see if there's anyone on the phone. Oh, and who's on the line now? Well, it's Arcade High. That's right. Hello. Patrick and Ryan. Or Ryan and Patrick. What do you prefer? Uh, whichever. Patrick. I prefer Ryan and Patrick. Only when talking to me. You call me Ryan and Patrick. All right, I'll do that. What do I call Ryan, then? Patrick and Ryan. I was going to say less less significant. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, I just... Wait, now we're not looking at your beautiful face anymore. You Hold don't, on. You don't need to. It's okay. No. There we go. <laughs> it makes it so much better. I feel personal. It does. Yeah, normally uh, when I do the show, uh, it's all audio, but today I'm 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 video chatting with Arcade High, so it's confusing for me because I just keep looking down at myself because <laughs> that's the kind of guy I am. <laughs> and here we are like, oh no, Andy's face is gone. What are we going to do? We want to see Andy's face. <laughs> yeah, everyone wants to see my face. Anyways, guys, how is it going? It's going swell. Yeah, it's pretty pretty well. Uh, we're we're sitting here looking outside at the uh, the Pennsylvanian snowfall here, which uh, mm. is making travel kind of hard. But we're we're still getting together, riding once a week. So it does uh, it does snow over there. Oh yeah, it, yeah. We, we have uh, like an ecosystem uh, with water pressure. And, yeah. And <laughs> <snow>. <laughs> Fuck <Freezing>. you. <laughs> I think you have something sort of like that in Canada. Yes, we do. Tries to kill you. Well, you know, every time I talk to people about snow, they just always make fun of me, like they don't have it in the states. But I'm like, I'm sure that they have snow, right? Yeah. No. We're. <laughs> we're. Wait. What part of Canada are you from again? I live in Toronto. Okay. So we're, dude. We're right across the lake from you. Well, it's snowing here too, man. It's winter time. This is the Christmas special here. We're we're in the festive season. I thought you put this on just so we'd like get in the mood. What? Put what on? I thought you had a guy standing on our roof, like shaking a box. Oh, I wish. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, damn, because I woke up and I, you know, I woke up today. I'm like, oh, we got an interview with Andy. This is going to be great. And I look out the window. I'm like, it's, it's, there's like three inches of snow on the ground for the first yeah. time this year. The lighting so, could be a little bit better out there. Yeah. Maybe a little more reds and blues. But You were wrong to think that this would be great. That was mistake number one. <laughs> so what's been going on since uh, I talked to you guys last time, man? You were just about to release Kingdom, or did you release it? No, that's right. You were just about to. And then you did. Yeah, we did. <laughs> we did, yes. Surprisingly, we just got a, uh, a box of albums. <laughs> yes. We finally got our t-shirts. Yeah, we, we, we got our t-shirts eight months later, so now I can tell people at my bar I did make an album. <laughs> <laughs> I, I showed. I, I brought one copy of the album, and I was like showing people at my bar, and I was like, "Oh wow, you made a CD! How can you teach me how to do that on my computer?" And I'm like, "No, no, I meant more so. Look, I'm an artist. I have an album." Oh, yeah. And then one guy, and then one guy grabs it and is like, "Thank you. This means so much." He's like pressing it up against his chest. I'm like, "I don't actually know what I'm allowed to do with those. I will need that back." Aside, he works at a bar. He doesn't just have his bar because he's an alcoholic. Oh he right, just right. My bar. It's not a Cheers situation. <laughs> yeah, no, it's Cheers. Just I'm Sam, or who's the main character? Is it Sam? Yes, it's Sam. Uh, yeah, I'm or, Sam. Well, you can be Woody. You don't own the bar, do you? No. Well, it's a club. It's a private club. Everyone kind of owns it. Is that how the owner feels about it? <laughs> there's, 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 dude, get, I don't know if you want to spend the interview talking about my work, but I could go on. Like, we have an elected cabinet. We have a president, a vice president. No one owns the building. It's the weirdest shit. Is that actually true? Yeah. What? Yeah, dead serious. I don't know who my boss is going to be after this election season. Is this some sort of hippie thing? No, it's more so like... Uh, Backwoods redneck. Backwoods redneck. I want to spend the last of my pension on beer every day type deal. <laughs> I shouldn't be saying that on there. <laughs> Wait, no, never mind. They don't have the internet. They won't hear this. 
Well, it's nothing wrong with drinking beer, is it? No, no, it, it's the amount and rate. I'll put it this way, Andy. Working there has made me less of an alcoholic. <laughs> well, that's good. Honest. Then you can focus on the music. We we actually, we haven't talked about, uh, you guys had a, like a music video. That was fun. Oh. Yeah, that wait, was interesting. Did we, did we talk about this? No. Yet? Andy? I think we mentioned we were releasing it, but there's before. Andy, things happened. I feel things like happened. we didn't talk about, I feel like we talked about it like the next week. Like we chatted about it, but it was after the episode came out. Yeah. I, I think we were doing one of those where we're like, oh, we're releasing the music video soon. And then after we cut, we told you all the insider deets. Yeah. Right. Insider Deeds. Yes. Gotta get those insider deeds, the secrets from Arcade High. Everyone's desiring to know. Yeah, no, shit happened with that video, and we're still at a loss for it. You're at a loss? What do you mean? No, I mean, it was, it was fine. It was good. Look at that. Oh, wait, <laughs> you want juice? <laughs> <laughs> just for people who can't see, just Ryan's just sitting back, just vaping away, and he's like, yeah. the, he's the cool cucumber of this duo, and... <laughs> Patrick's all worried about what he can and can't say. Hey, listen, yes. we, we're going to listen to a song, and then we're going to come back, all right? All righty. Because uh, it's a good. lovely Christmas uh, day. I don't know, whatever. Anyways, here's a cool track from a group called Stereo, and this is a track called New Day Dawning. Woo!
And that was New Day Dawning by Stereo. And it's like uh, S space, T space, E space, R space, E space, O. That's the way they write it. It's a fun track. It's a... cool and retro but right now we're having a lovely Christmas time. Lots of uh, fun guests are calling in. I'm talking to Arcade. Hi. Hello. Ryan. Hi. And Patrick. We've got our hot cocoa here, ready to go. It was really funny, and I think I've talked about this a few times on the show, but not with you guys, that when that music video came out, the comments were amazing. <laughs> because oh, no. it, it was the most... <laughs> I've never seen such a not consensus in my life. Yeah. I don't know what we did to the internet. I think we broke, like, New Retro Wave for a minute. It's like every single opinion I've ever seen, like, I, and that was only when it first came out, and I read, like, maybe the first, you know, like, 20 or 30 comments. We tapped into, like, the nerve of the social yeah. justice out there. <laughs> like, dude, these guys have no respect for androids. And then yeah. someone comments in, it's not an android, it's a woman. Yeah. Like, it's a ginoid. The term is a ginoid. None of you are showing proper respect to Android's yeah. culture. Oh my god. Yeah. That, the comments there opened we, up vistas that I had no idea existed we, in the I've never, corners of the internet. I have never been yelled at for showing so much disrespect to women while being yelled at for shoving feminism down so many throats at once. We didn't think this shit through. We were in the corner of the building while they were filming this, working on music on our laptops. Still the, the, the two biggest losers in the room, and it's our music video. Yeah. <laughs> And we're like, this is cool because it's not going to offend anybody in today's times. And it's pretty kick-ass to us. Let's go for it. Mm. We were expecting like one good comment like that. Yeah. And was- I don't think we got one comment that wasn't about yeah. android rights. Yep. Or feminism. <laughs> the or- <laughs> The range was like literally. This is the worst garbage I've ever seen. To this is the purest art I've ever seen. There needs to be more like this, and it was just back and forth. I have woken up every day for the past eight months, Andy, wondering why we sound like Daft Punk mixed with Down syndrome. (laughs) That's an actual comment. Best comment. And I'm on the vocoder for that song, so it hits me personally. (laughs) Oh man, I sound like I've got Down syndrome when coming through a a vocoder. Great. Let's never do that again. But it was a cool video. Like, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I liked it. (laughs) I I thought it was fun. You guys had a little, uh, little, like, two-second cameo, I noticed. Yeah. We're the ones carrying in the body. Yeah, yeah. In the beginning. And carrying in the gynoid queen at the end. This. So, gynoid is a thing? Yeah. Gynoid? Gynoid? I don't don't know how to pronounce it. Yeah, yeah, it's a funny thing is... uh, Look it up, kid. When it came out, someone commented, like, oh, they treat that gynoid so terribly or something like that. And I looked at Ryan, I said, people are getting really offensive on these comments. Someone just called the, our star lady a, a, a gynoid. That's like the most <laughs> yeah. offensive thing I've ever yeah. seen. Yeah, and then we, we looked it up, and it's supposed to be the proper it's term like, for a female android. Yeah, it's the PC term to, to describe a female android. What? Ah, that is amazing. So, but anyway, music. Uh, it's leaving me to think, what can we do now for a video that won't offend people? <laughs> it, I, like, I had an idea in my head, it's just going to be shades of colors, just... <laughs> then you won't have given uh, equal amount of time for each individual color, right? So it'll be like, uh, how come brown was on screen a little bit more, you know? <laughs> no, like, if, if the internet wants to be upset about stuff, it just will be. It's hard to... Uh satisfy that beast. Sometimes, you know, you can get a consensus, like, okay, fine, when something's super popular and people bitch about stuff, because, you know, if, like, Justin Bieber has, like, 200 million views, of course, all the comments are going to be like, fuck this guy, and like, oh, I loved it, Bieber. No one's ever going to see this comment. I can say what I want. Yeah, but it was just so fascinating to me, like, on a social level, because I'm looking at it and going, like, wow, like, 
everybody feels the need to comment here, but everyone has like a different love and a different problem. Yeah. There was a few where people were just like, hey, cool video, right? Which is what, you know, <laughs> the nice thing to say. Right. Everyone would just have like the thing they really liked, but then the thing they didn't like and feel the need to like say both. And then you just had this fucking collage of like every single opinion like known to man right. for some reason was directed at your video and it was amazing to me. The comment section seemed more like a like a writer's meeting and less of a commentary. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I don't know what we're doing with this bottle. Can we move it over this direction? <laughs> Guys, we just released the video. It's yeah. done. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway. Before we move on from this topic, gotta mention one of my favorite comments from it was, I don't have anything good to say, so I'm not going to. Yeah, so I won't say <laughs> anything at all. <laughs> Yeah, that was that was legit. <laughs> that is by far my favorite comment out of all of them. Well, the bottom line is this. Arcade High makes some cool music, and I was a big fan of the last album. I like the direction, I think. Adding this this drunk dude to the mix, you know, has... Uh, that's you, by the way, Patrick. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking around. <laughs> I was like, what? When did we put the drunk dude in the music video? Was that the guy we kicked off set? <laughs> We, which we did because someone else not because he was drunk for other we, reasons but I mean when everyone's at the place and you know what we're doing and you can see what's going on and one of the male extras who I guess we just he was casted very very well because we were looking for gross guys basically oh no he basically started making comments to the the gynoid oh yeah, no gynoid, oh. and saying things like well obviously look at your lifestyle that's why you're doing this except he said much more R-rated stuff that I'm not yeah. willing to reproduce ah fucking weirdos man so we booted him off I was like if, if he could have done that on camera that would have been great but yeah. <laughs> seeing as he's saying that as an actual human opinion yeah. he's a piece of shit oh so that sucks get him out well listen we'll turn the gears here and we'll talk about the future and uh, what's next for Arcade High and all that gibberish. But first, we're going to play another track, and then we'll be back with uh, Arcade High on this lovely Christmas day. This is a track. It is not Christmas Day. It's the Christmas episode. This is a track by Pilot Priest called Archive 7.
And that was Archive 7 by Pilot Priest. And I am here with Arcade High right now on this lovely Christmas Beyond Synth. Talking here to Ryan and Patrick about the joys of the internet and gross people that got to be kicked off of music video sets and so on. So, yes. Kingdom uh, was a great album. I enjoyed it a lot. A lot of thank the you. songs are yeah, on you. rotation here at the uh, Beyond Synth household. So I'm calling it now. <laughs> so what's coming up next, guys? You working on some stuff? Yeah, we're, we're, sl- we're slowly working on some singles and whatnot, trying to get back in the groove. After we hit, like, do an album, we have to, like, take a breather. So we're slowly working on some singles currently. We just did a, a remix for Electronic Rumors. For, Invader Girl. Yeah, Invader Girl, which I always call... I always call her. Casio Girl? I always call her Casio Girl because she has a single called Casio. She has a single called Casio, remixed by Louis LaRoche, if I'm pronouncing that right. The remix is freaking fantastic. The songs, the original is fantastic, but we got to do a remix for that. And that was cool because we had a deadline and yeah, an first, idea yeah. and some direction. But if it comes to like... Hey Ryan, we've got nothing to do. Let's sit at the computer and write music directly after the album. It nothing good is going to come of it. Yeah. What all have we done to, to act like we've we've gone to an arcade on one writing day? We yeah. <laughs> we watch TV. Yeah. I mean, we, it's, well, to be fair, we're like we stopped working on a single to get on on the horn with you. Oh, I see. So am I the problem now? Am I taking Arcade High away from being Arcade uh, High? Know. Anyone upset that the new album is not coming out till 2020? Blame Andy. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Hey, Pat, we finally have an idea. Oh, shit, we have to talk to Andy. Yeah. <laughs> that fucking ginoid. Like, wait, give me the keyboard. I'm going to lose this idea. Give me the... Uh, oh, wait, hold on. Andy's calling. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I can uh, uh, prod... What, what's the word, you know, when you, like, get people to work harder? Crack the whip, light a fire Crack the whip. Ass. Oh, yeah. Light a fire under our ass. Uh, yeah, that's right. I'll do all of those things. I'll say, Arcade High, get back to work, motherfuckers, and make some more music. <laughs> if I could get that to sound off the, the speakers every time we open Logic, that would be the greatest. <laughs> if you want to shift gears into some honesty with with the future, I believe the future is going to come in the form of an EP or an LP. The only thing that's saying is that it's not going to be track after track. We kind of want to concentrate our effort on a collection, either you know, four tracks or ten or whatever we want to do with it. And I, I don't think we've talked about this between ourselves, but and it, maybe I shouldn't be talking about other artists, but have you noticed Carpenter Brute mm-hmm. doing a, like a part two to Turbo Killer and doing crowdfunding for that? Yeah, because those dudes, Seth Ickerman, that team, they uh, yeah, a talented group of guys. Yes. I'm going to be honest, it makes me a bit uh, like politely jealous. And it makes me think like, oh, you know, Turbo Killer is, is a great work and they're going to come out with a sequel and they're like crowdfunding. Maybe we should do a sequel to our video. Oh God, wait, that's right. The internet. The internet. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I am like taking inspiration from what other guys are doing. And I'm like, oh my God, you know, they're going to make it like a full blown sequel to Turbo Killer. I'm God, I want to watch that so bad. When people sometimes, you know, when people crowdfund and they don't always have something to sort of back it up and it's sort of like, oh, you know, here's my cool idea. Give me money. Like those dudes, like Seth Ackerman team proved themselves right, right, I right. believe like that Turbo Killer video is a very special and awesome yes. thing but when you say Carpenter Brute it's sort of like at this point in time it's now the filmmakers who are powering that project and Carpenter Brute will obviously supply some cool music 
but I don't know. I don't see it necessarily as like Carpenter Brutes Kickstarter as much as right Seth Ickerman's Kickstarter and they're filmmakers and that's their fucking. And dare I say, therein becomes a problem, not for him, but for us because we're kind of control freaks. There's luck involved too because I know when they probably like I know because I did a show with them and you know when they introduced the idea to Carpenter Brute, I think he was a little apprehensive, going like, oh, you know, what's this thing going to be? And then he got okay. very lucky that he happened to meet some very, very, very talented fucking filmmakers. Right. And I'm sure that was a nice... Like, if he was expecting some shit, and then they came and, oh, here's the video. Oh, by the way, it's one of the best things ever made. Then, you know, <laughs> yeah. it's a very, he's a very fortunate guy. We did go with a, f- yeah, a film, film group. group yeah. uh, Dragon Wake Films. And everything they threw at us was, like, fantastic. We, we really ate it up. Dare I say, I felt like we were in, like, a turbo killer moment. I was like, yes, yes, this is wonderful. We're going to have a music video. People that don't even know what Synthwave is is going to watch this and, and, and love it. Well, it's the group that, just to mention, the director of that produced Rage. Right, my short film. Right, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So it's the same, same filmmakers. So I feel like as much as I want to be a control freak about it. But no, you're putting too much thought into it. I mean, like, when you create, you know, a piece of art, especially, like, in visual art, stuff like that, I mean, there is also sometimes a roll of the dice. Is this is the right time for this sort of idea? Always. And, like, how are people going to respond? I mean... Always. There is a magic. I mean, I feel that way about, you know, all sorts of, like, film, whether it's, like, whether it's good or bad, sometimes there's just a magic that happens, the right things sort of, like, you know, meet up, and sometimes things don't get appreciated in their time, and blah, blah, blah. And I think, because the video that you guys released least was good but it's like the turbo killer video is a sort of a special thing and i feel sort of like it's unfair to compare to that video <laughs> right. because like i do, you know I do the saying. same thing I, I i compare but i don't contrast because i'm just oh it's carpenter brood it's a good video yeah it, it's fantastic but with that out there and with them crowdsourcing for a sequel i don't know if it's like they're calling it Turbo Killer 2, but I have a feeling it's more of just like a spiritual successor thing. Right, like, yeah. Let's, yeah, that's what it seems let, like. They did really well with it, and they're crowdsourcing for a sequel. What would the Arcade High version of that coming off of Cool Incorporated be? But then why why use that model? Because you see what they're doing, right? I mean, right. they are they're saying Turbo Killer 2 blood machines in big letters. They're going on the fact that Turbo Killer was a, was a success, so they're using the name Turbo Killer in the title for their Kickstarter, but from what they show like in the the artwork and stuff like that I don't think it has anything to do with Turbo Killer video right like I don't think it's going to be a sequel about a gas mask dude driving a car through space or whatever like right (laughs) Right. I think it's a different thing jumping through a plasma triangle with his yeah yeah no the video is awesome but like if you're thinking of it in those terms it's like I wouldn't like why does it have to be the sequel to to that thing I mean you guys make cool music no no I I misspoke on that then I'm not saying like a sequel the follow-up. The follow-up. The, how do we yeah, how do how do we follow up when our response was the way it was? You make some more goddamn music. <laughs> See, that's what I'm thinking. And speaking of music, let's listen to another track. This is Nina and Purple Sun. On the last hour 
That was Nina with the track Purple Sun. Uh, We chatted with her earlier in the show, but right now I'm with Arcade High. And we're talking about the fallout from the Arcade High music video. And uh, I think that part of the reason the video got the reaction it did was that it was released by New Retrowave. Okay. True. So I think there was some expectation on that channel for the type of sound. Because even though, like, Arcade High, the sound of it has, like, you know, like, the synthwave retro stuff to it. Right, right. Definitely, like, when, when you came aboard, Patrick, with the last album, there was more of a, like, a Justice kind of vibe. Like, it, the, the sound got a bit bigger and, and right. you know, stuff like that. And so I think there was just... I mean, this is just in hindsight. You don't know. Because New Retrowave is a popular channel. You're going to get a lot of views on it, it being there. But there's a possibility that it might have just been not quite the right style for New Retrowave, like that particular track. Because I think that those were some of the comments too, right? Like people were like, What's with this? You know, like on New Retro Wave, even though like, you know, how come you're not just fucking stealing other people's used music and putting still images from 80s magazines, right? (laughs) Right, yeah. (laughs) Well, yeah, and that's the thing too, like we're... we're (laughs) Oh my God. Well, like, we're, we're definitely... So, like, when I brought Patrick on, like, I was in that mindset of, like, I'm tired of the same sounds and the same imagery and the same stuff that's kind of rehashed in the scene. And so when I brought him on, I, I really wanted him to help. Because that, that's all I knew since I started Arcade High. Like, that's... Those sounds and everything were, were all I really knew. And so I, I wanted Patrick to help kind of push sort of away from that, yet keep those roots and kind of create something wholly new and something that we can call our own. Same with the video, like I wanted to kind of challenge some of those sort of tropes and cliches that we see. I mean, we're gonna continue to do that. Like we don't want to tire ourselves in any one specific genre or sound. Like, I mean, obviously we're always gonna have that chiptune, arcade, 80s influence. We're always gently pushed away from like the pure synthwave, well the purists. We're always pushing away from them gently, but we're never gonna fully leave it. 
we're never going to fully go towards one genre. We we like what we do. We like where we're at with our sound. And to be fair, I mean, if you listen to, to Carpenter Brute and people like Ghost and stuff, like, they're super influenced by metal. And, like, you can't tell me that they don't listen to Justice, too. You know, like... Right. And so I feel like we sort of hit this weird in-between where we weren't doing that style, but we weren't also doing your standard four-to-the-floor disco driving bass whatever style either. Mm-hmm. And so I think it definitely threw people off, which I'm totally fine with. I mean, that was kind of our intention a little bit. Dare I say we have a problem with going four to the floor, because if we do a beat like that, it's becoming a spiritual successor to outrun this. And if we ever are going to pull that rabbit out of the hat, it's got to be big and good. I mean, that has like 400,000 views or whatever on New Retro Wave from how many years ago? Yeah, since 2013, I think. So we always fear like if we do a four to the floor beat, with just a driving bass, if people are going to take that as the spiritual successor to outrun this, and then if we ever were to do a spiritual successor, would that now be you know blown up because we did something kind of close to it? Now I'm starting to see why it takes you so long to make music. Yeah! <laughs> if you just sit around in a chair intellectualizing instead of just putting those fingers on those keyboards, man. <laughs> we, and making some fucking music. We, yeah. we use a keyboard every now and then. <laughs> I mean... I mean, I mean the Mac one, you know, just yeah, yeah it's yeah. the one sitting in front of us. Yeah, we have two cents and a MIDI keyboard laying around. But do you, you ever know, do the most uh, of it's just spent talking? Do you ever do the old uh, Apple K and Logic and just do the uh, the keyboard uh, typing? Yeah, yeah we, we did last so, week. Actually, yeah, so we're gonna start. At, Ryan's gonna smile very wide because I'm 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 the one saying this. We're gonna start making a tutorial series. We already uh, Ryan already completed a mini set of one. Yeah, and it's getting some traction on YouTube with people trying to compose this sort of music and mix and master, we are trying to make a string of tutorials that involves the laptop. Like, once you own a Mac and you've got Logic, you should need nothing else. Yeah, We're using, like, the else. keyboard, like, the, the yeah, the Command K to use the on-screen keyboard to punch in notes. We're trying to show people, like, instead of saying, oh, and to make this example easy, we're going to use our uh, Prophet 08 over here that you'll never own because you don't want this. You know. We're just trying to show them what they can use. <laughs> yeah, because you don't equipment. want this. <laughs> yeah. The first Arcade High album was written in GarageBand, and I use solely Command-K. My filter is what kind of stuff would have I wanted to see online when I was first creating the first album. Right. Like, what stuff was I trying to find online that I couldn't find? And I feel like it's starting to pick up a little bit more in terms of other synthwave artists doing similar things, but it still quite hasn't gotten a foothold with that sound. Because, I mean, you're, you know, like, I think we talked about this last time we spoke, too. Like, you're always finding stuff online for, oh, big wobble bass. Yeah. You how, know? how to get... Here's the how, big drop. How, how do you do that? How to get this lead sound from exactly 102 yeah. minutes in yeah, to this Dead track. Mouse song. Yeah, yeah. And, and, it, and it's just a quiet video of a guy, like, click this, click, 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 and you have to follow it. And then if you follow it 100%, you get that sound, which is copying yeah. someone. If you follow it 99%, the synthesizer breaks apart on you on, yeah, uh, on the yeah, screen. It doesn't pretty much, it sounds yeah. like mud. There's too much of that and not enough. Here's how to start. And then one day you might be making your own synth sounds and people will be copying them on YouTube videos how to do the, yeah, your really. sound, you know? Well, that's exciting, man. Believe it or not, I just need to get better at talking. Andy, I'm getting comfortable talking to you. I'm not comfortable talking to a camera and calling them the internet. I'm glad that you're becoming more comfortable because it's a perfect time to end this conversation. Hey! Right as you're getting comfortable. But we gotta go because I got all these uh, people calling in. You like how on video I'm actually gesturing as if something is actually happening over here? Yeah, the, switch, right. the switchboard is... The switchboard like is lighting tree. up. Like a Christmas tree, Andy. Like a Christmas tree. And uh, Christmas time is a time of year for celebration. And 
for the love of Christ. So, guys, yes. what uh, what do you have to say to the listeners here? You had a, like a Christmas message before I let you go. Merry uh, Christmas. We're sorry we upset Ginoids. Yeah. Merry Christmas. Uh, expect some cool stuff here in the future. Probably an EP. Might be leaning a little towards some soundtracky stuff, possibly. We're gonna experiment. We're gonna see what happens. Yeah, you're gonna end it with we're gonna look towards some soundtracky stuff. Yeah. <laughs> we're gonna set the world on fire. <laughs> We are going to set the world on fire with our next release. Yeah, Mark my words. It's fucking right. It's going to be lit. I don't care if I have to start it. I will go outside and start burning a forest down, but this album... Catch our, catch whatever our we lit. release next, we'll light the world on fire. Catch We're our already working mixtape coming out soon. <laughs> We're going right back to working on it right after this call as well. So, and that's not a lie. <laughs> and by lit, I mean I'm lighting his room on fire. Excuse <laughs> yeah. me. Equipment included. All right, guys. Andy, thanks for having us, man. Yep, thank you. Cheers. We did a good thing today. Absolutely. I don't know what that meant. I don't know. (laughs) And that was Arcade High. They're a bunch of fun guys. Maybe if they make some more music, I'll have them back on the show in the new year. Well, you know, speaking of Arcade High, why don't we just listen to an Arcade High track? This was from the album Kingdom. It's a great album. This is the track Badlands.
And that was Badlands by Arcade High. And that's a cool track, man. That whole album's really good. Despite all that talk we were having earlier about the reception to the music video, the album was great. Like, it's a really fun album. It's uh, got a nice fat sound. Uh, It's dancey, you know, but it's still got that chiptune stuff. Anyways, man, let's go to the phone here and see uh, see if anyone's calling in. All right, and uh, and who's this on the line? Well, it's fucking Perturbator. How's it going, dude? Hey, what's up? Yeah, it's pretty good. It's been uh, it's been a long time. It's been like uh, like three years since I've talked to you. At least, yeah. Are you surprised? I am surprised. How have you been? I'm actually quite surprised too that I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> I'm taking you away from valuable uh, perturbator uh, recording time. No, don't worry. It's the end of the year. I have nothing to do at this point. <laughs> That's good. I don't want to piss off your fans if they find out that I'm uh, wasting your time. Uh, no, no. So, dude, listen. A lot's happened since I talked to you last time, man. You had all these albums. You know, you're, the Perturbator star is rising. <laughs> it's all very exciting. So how, how have you been? You've been happy about it? I haven't had enough time to be happy either. But, <laughs> uh, but no, really, no, it's, it's, it was really cool. It's really um, time-consuming, especially the shows. Mm-hmm. So I'm always, you know, I'm, I'm living in Paris, but I spent, like this year, I spent just like a month in Paris, I think. Something like that. The rest was on the road. Mm-hmm. You get used to it, I guess. You sleep in awful vans. Yeah. And shit like that. But it's cool. You know, the people are cool. The shows are mostly pretty good. And, uh, you know, it's it's cool. Earlier in the in the year, I had Ghost and uh, Dan Terminus on the show. Yeah, I heard that. I heard them saying a lot of shit about me. Yeah. <laughs> So this is like kind of like my little revenge in some way. Did they tell some untruths? Actually, no. Everything they said was kind of true. <laughs> Which is even more sad. <laughs> but that's good, though. It sounds like you guys had a good time. Yeah, we did. We did. As far as the shows you've been playing then, are they all always with like a bunch of people? Or have you done any sort of like solo gigs around? Yeah, I've done a, a bunch of solo gigs. Mostly I have, you know, friends and stuff like that, playing first act. Ghost, I, I played often with Ghost, so I saw his fucking face quite a lot. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> but he has a lovely face. He has a, without the mask, He, I, I love his little face. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when people do the dark synth sort of thing, they uh, they like to wear masks and, and shrouds and things. You're one of the few people, Yeah. you know, even though you were one of the first dudes doing like the dark synth stuff, you know, in the synthwave scene, and uh, and you show your face. Yeah, I do, yeah. Although you do like to scowl in your photos, though. <laughs> first of all, because I'm uh, I'm quite good looking. Yeah. <laughs> nah, nah, I'm just kidding. It's No, it's just because, you know, I started not showing my face, like, very early. Mm-hmm. And I think it would it would lose its purpose if I started, like, all of a sudden to hide my, my face. Like, everyone knows my face now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, it's okay. Plus, you're a young guy, right? So I mean, yeah. You know, if you're if you're gonna set out to make music for a, a long time in your life, I mean, after a while, you might need a change of some kind. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I mean, you know, every time I see fucking ghosts uh, taking pictures with fan fans and uh, listeners of his music, and he always like do the thing where he puts his hand in front of his mouth, and it's fucking stupid. <laughs> 
I don't think I've seen his face. It's weird. He's been on the show several times, but I I don't think I've ever actually seen his face. I'll send you a picture. Yeah, there's a few people like that in the scene who they still have a little bit of anonymity, even with me. Like, sometimes I figure out who they are. Like, if I remember, like, I think I figured out who Mega Drive was, but I had to do some, like, detective work. Yeah. Where I was like, I was on my Facebook, and I'm like, well, he said he was from here, and he said he was in a band. And, like, I just, like, I was bored one day, and I figured it out. Yeah. Well, you know what? I have a funny... I have a funny story to tell you about Ghost Space. <laughs> well, how about this? How about we listen to a track, okay. and then we'll save this funny story for after we listen. So, it's been a long time, obviously, since you've been on the show, and since I've played any Perturbator on the show. So, I'm going to play a Perturbator track now, in honor of this lovely Christmas episode, and all these guests surprising me, and all this stuff. Uh, I'm going to listen to a little track... We're going to listen to a little track called Retrogenesis by Perturbator. Ooh, nice voice.
And that was Perturbator and Retrogenesis. And I'm here with Perturbator right now after three years of uh, not having chatted. And uh, that song uh, is awesome. That was like when I first discovered Synthwave and then I found uh, Perturbator's album. That was the track that uh, sold me on the scene pretty much. So uh, that's an important song for me. Thank you. Anyways, you were about to tell me a story about Ghost's face. Yeah, well, actually, well, you know, I've spent a lot of time with him. And um, I have this weird habit of uh, taking pictures of people when they're not looking. So um, I took a lot of pictures of Ghost. And one in particular that I'm really proud of, it's actually the my wallpaper on my phone. And uh, my phone's wallpaper, I guess. Mm. And uh, it's a really, really shitty picture of him, like, being sad, looking really moody mm. In a, in a window it's really a masterpiece of a picture I'll, I'll show it to you and I remember one show I did where one girl came to me and told me like oh yeah ghost oh you know you know what it looks like behind the mask? I mean, it's probably sexy as hell. <laughs> and I was like resisting the urge to show her, show her the pic <laughs> that was on my phone. And that's all. It's not. It's not that funny. <laughs> it will be funny when I'll show you the picture. <laughs> I love any setup to a thing. Like, here's a funny story. Actually, it's not that funny. <laughs> here's a here's a thing that happened. <laughs> so, what's the weather like in Paris right now for this lovely Christmas season? That's shit. <laughs> It's cold, gray. We don't even have snow. I don't know. It's been like five years we didn't didn't have snow. Something like that. I mean, I've never seen snow in Paris. You know, it sucks. It's like all the bad sides of winter, Christmas season without the cool sides. So without the snow, without all the cool stuff. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, I've talked to several people about this, but I find that when I'm forced to be inside by bad weather, it actually like helps me doing like creative things because it means I'm allowed to be indoors. Yeah. I feel bad sometimes when the weather's really nice and then I'm inside. I don't know. Well, the thing is I'm a very, you know, I'm the type of guy who doesn't go out often. You know what you need when you go outside? You need a skull mask. (laughs) Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't need that. I would really need that. Then you'll still get stopped all the time, but it'd be people thinking that you're a ghost. Yeah. Gas. What is a... (laughs) Ghost. Dan doesn't do anything, does he? He doesn't hide his face. No, he doesn't. He doesn't. He does in his profiles and stuff, right? Yeah, have you seen Dan's face, though? Yeah, I think so, yeah. But he he doesn't public... Like, I mean, there's only, like, a few pictures where he sort of, like, sneaks in. It's like, there he is. You know it's him, because he's, like two feet taller than everybody else. Yeah, he's pretty tall. Maybe I'm pretty small, I'm not sure. No, I think he's a tall dude, isn't he? He's pretty tall, yeah. Well, I mean, every time we do, like, a, a picture of the trio, mm. I guess, it's always, like, the guy fucking two heads taller than, than us. <laughs> kind of annoying. That's what he should do to hide his profile. Just have you and Ghost standing next to each other, Ghost with the mask, and then just, just have the photos that have Dan's head just always cropped out. Yeah, out of frame. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, good, you're good at marketing, man. Yeah, man, that's what I should do. Yeah, you got any Christmas plans? You got any fun stuff planned? You seem like a fun guy. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. It's <laughs> a, a good one. Never had that one. <laughs> People don't say that to you very often. No, they never told me. You seem like a fun guy, dude. <laughs> Thank you, man. Uh, my Christmas plans, nothing much. You know, the classics. You know, the, the tree, getting a tree, mm-hmm. getting presents under the tree, and, uh, you know, real shitty presents, you know, not, not the good ones. For me now, 
And like my wife seems to treat Christmas as the time of year to get like silly presents, and uh, and it's more like the birthday when you get like the better ones. But like, how do you feel about uh, the the presents at Christmas? Do you want like good stuff, or is that more about giving people dildos and things? <laughs> dildos. Oh, <laughs> I ask the hard hitting questions here. Actually, all those celebrations, you know, for me, it's time to do silly presents. I never do like serious presents. Hmm. Very rarely, I guess. So it's going to be full of, you know, crappy presents, I guess, for my family and my friends and stuff like that. And I guess they will give me crappy presents, too, if they do give me presents. You should make, like, a Jean-Yves moustache, uh, like, CD. Oh, yeah. And then get a picture of yourself with, like, a cheesy sweater, like, but, like, one of those, like, really, like, colorful photos of you just, like, smiling and, like, kind of looking off to the side. Oh, shit. Man, you're a genius, man. I'm going <laughs> to... You know, that would be fucking hilarious just because of, you know, with all the artwork that always gets done for the Perturbator albums and even the, the L'Enfant de la Forêt and uh, yeah. just have a Johnny's moustache of just you smiling, just full color, looking off to the side. Try and grow a really shitty mustache. Oh, oh no problem for that. <laughs> <laughs> Well, hey, man, we're going to listen to another song, and then maybe we'll uh, wrap this up here. Yeah. This was, of course, uh, speaking of uh, dark French synthwave people, man, of course, uh, it wouldn't be a Christmas special without some Carpenter Brutes. This... Very dark. Very dark. ...is Turbo Killer.
And that was Turbo Killer by Carpenter Brute. And I'm here right now with Perturbator on this wonderful Christmas episode. And of course, for anyone listening, the team, Seth Ickerman team, man, who did Turbo Killer, they're doing a Kickstarter for a film. I think they reached their goal, but now they have a stretch goal to make a feature film. And Turbo Killer was one of the best music videos I've ever seen, so support that project because it's cool anyway it's got nothing to do with anything because i'm here with perturbator right now did you like the turbo killer video yeah i loved it very good yeah it's a good fucking video man it's it's so awesome you've got some cool videos too though people have made i saw some cool like 16-bit style ones yeah 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 well you know i just try to work with like people i kind of like it's a good policy it's a good policy right so yeah the music videos i know for a fact i'm not sure if i'm allowed to say it but turbo killer was uh free of charge for a uh, carpet boot because uh set the guy who made the who directed the turbo killer music video really loved the music of carpet boot i was talking earlier to uh, arcade high in this show mm. because they also had a video and it was like it's a fine video but it was funny because the people's reactions to it was so crazy yeah some people like just loved it some people hated it and like it just it, it sparked this weird uh go if you haven't watch arcade high's video for um cool incorporated and just read the comments because they're amazing i think i saw it i think it's like weird uh aerobic type of stuff yeah and then the chick's like a robot and then there's like kind of like a fight and they pull the cord out of her head and stuff Damn. so it was funny because they were talking about that and and a little like oh you know we'd want to do something too like uh you know how turbo killer like what would be our version of of that situation where you know they're kickstarting this like short film and i'm just saying like dudes you can't compare anything to turbo killer and even carpenter brute is fucking i think he's lucky that Seth Ickerman, those dudes are talented as fuck. Oh, yeah. And I know for a fact, I bet you Carpenter Brute was like, oh, I don't know about this. And the second they showed him, like, footage, he must have just been like, holy fuck. Like, these guys mean business. He was like a kid in Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> as ties to the, the theme of the show, right? Yeah. <laughs> Good. And obviously, Carpenter Brute makes amazing music, but, um, you know, those dudes are, are very talented. I mean, I did a, I did a show with them. I did an experimental um, bilingual episode that we did in both French and English, and I interviewed those guys. Ooh, must be must, tricky. Yeah, well, it was like I got uh, <laughs> I got my mom to help <laughs> with the So you can tell, every time I speak French, I'm going to sound like I'm sort of reading. That's so cute. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is really cute. But anyways, man, we're not talking about that shit. We're talking about you. So what's uh, what are you going to do for New Year's? Uh, I'll get drunk, and that's pretty much it. I mean, that's that's the time now. Yeah. <laughs> Wait a second. What? Now, last time I talked to you, James, uh, you didn't drink. Oh yeah, I was young, inexperienced. So what's uh, what's changed? Has the world beaten you down? Yeah, I'm uh, edgier, I guess now. I can tell by the photos. Oh, thank you. <laughs> like every every year, your brow becomes sort of more and more furrowed, and like angry looking it's the russian shows okay <laughs> ever since i done uh, i did those uh, amazing russian shows now i'm just like you know every party and shit like that i'm just drinking <laughs> i mean whatever you're a young guy you can do it i can't like my, my body is like <laughs> i feel it's old i mean i'm I'm, th- I'm 35 but dude like my hair is like going gray oh man I get fucking like hung over now like i never used to i mean i'm not a, i'm not a big drinker anyways but 
I can't do it. Like, I wake up and I'm literally, like, out for a day. Just like, oh, what the fuck did I do that for? And, like, I'm all fucked up. <laughs> okay, so let's trade something, okay? I'll trade I'll trade my uh, picture of Ghost unmasked for a video of you drunk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You know what, though? It sucks. I mean, maybe it's a good thing. I don't know. But, like, I actually can't get drunk because my body, like, rejects the alcohol before I get to the point of being drunk. That's a very poetic way to say you throw up. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a really poetic guy. Yeah. You could be French. It sounds like a French sentence. Like, when when they uh, when it gets translated, it's just like, yeah, I ejected my meal or something. Like, that would be, like, the French way of putting it. Yeah. We're very, uh, we romanticize everything. Yeah. <laughs> even even uh, crawling in the gutter, vomiting. Yeah. Uh, it's the charm. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, dude, listen, it was fun to uh, catch up with you. Thank you. My pleasure. It's been a long time. How about this? Do you want to come back next season and we'll do like a, like a proper episode? Definitely. Yes. Excellent. Well, if the fans will, will enjoy that, because it's been such a long time, you know, so much has changed. I don't know if you've heard the interview we did all those years ago, but maybe you're like a very different guy now. Not that much. Yeah. Just, <laughs> just less naive. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I'm not sure. You'll tell me, okay? Yeah, yeah. Well, you've seen the world, man. You, you, you traveled all over the place and played music. It's exciting stuff. And I look forward to talking to you about it next season on Beyond Synth. But anyways, dude, it's been, it's been fun. And you have a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year and all that shit. Same to you. Same to you. Don't get too drunk. All right, take care, dude. Take care, man. And that was Perturbator. That was fun. I haven't talked to that dude in years. I'm definitely going to have him on next season of Beyond Synth because it's been a really long time, and he's probably got a lot to talk about. we got a lot to catch up on. And that was really surprising because I didn't think he would uh, pop in the show today. And, of course, if you watched the video, that was my surprise guest, or one of them. I guess I didn't mention that Joe Wood was uh, on the show either, did I? So, you see, there's, like, these fun little surprises on this show. You know, I like surprises, and it was surprising to hear from Perturbator and uh, and I will talk to him again next season. So let's listen to a track. Well, you know, this show is brought to you by The Summoner. You know that, right? Uh, the Summoner soundtrack and uh, you can uh, check it out or stream it uh, from Laserdisc Records. And uh, here's a wicked song. It's by D Notive and this is Fire In Your Eyes.
make things right There's no one else to make this call And that was Fire In Your Eyes by D-Notive from the Summoner Original Soundtrack. And of course, today's episode is sponsored by The Summoner, this wonderful Christmas show. And speaking of The Summoner, here's a little, uh, here's a little message from another guy that we played earlier on in the show who wants to say hi. Humans and Cyborgs of Beyond Synth. This is Max Thor, and I invite you to pick up your copy of The Summoner Soundtrack today. Merry Christmas from Spain. And that was Max Thor uh, saying hello. And of course, Max Thor makes wicked music. We played a track of his earlier in the show. But you should also check out his stuff on Bandcamp because uh, it's really good stuff. And maybe I'll have him on the show sometime in the future as well. So, listen guys. You know, we can probably wind this down. It's been a really gigantic show. I can't believe how long this show has been. It's crazy. I want you guys to know that I really... Oh, hold on. The phone's ringing. All right, so who's this on the line now? Well, it's Miami Nights, 1984. Hello, this is Mitch Murder. <laughs> Hi, Johan. How's it going? It's good. That's the worst accent I've ever done. <laughs> that was horrible. That would be amazing for people listening because they always want me to have Mitch Murder on the show, and it would be a fun surprise to do a whole episode where it's actually Miami Nights, 1984. <laughs> Doing a terrible European accent. <laughs> I'll do them all. I'll do laser hockey. You haven't had laser hockey yet either. That's true. I haven't. Hey, what's up, man? <laughs> you like pinball KFC? <laughs> so what's going on, man? Miami Nights 1984. You're on uh, episode 50, so it's been a while. What's What's been going on with you? Not much, man. It's been locked up in the studio, working away. Christmas, Christmas trees. That's exciting. Did you put a tree up? Yep, covered it in cocaine. I like cocaine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got a white Christmas tree this year. I switched it up because we had a black Christmas tree before. Ooh. It was very metal. Well, you know, you gotta you gotta fucking uh, switch it up, man. Keep things fresh. That's what it's like. You're married, right? You know what that's about. Well, yeah, I'm not married. Long term relationship. She's hounding <laughs> me. She's hounding me to get a ring. So it's funny you said that. You gonna you gonna put a ring on it? 
Like that song? Um, yes. It being your girlfriend? <laughs> it's a real uh, empowering song for women. That's uh, funny. I never really looked at it that way before. So can you, is there going to be like really epic sort of ambient Christmas music in the background of this? No, I don't have time because this show has like so many guests and it has so we've had so many people on the show already. So I am playing my standard. Do this for me in the background. Go. You got a sad story to tell? I, I just want to wish everyone a Merry Christmas. Oh, well, that's very kind of you. Just a, just a few minutes ago there, I was chatting with um, Phaserland yeah. and uh, some other people, and he was mentioning that his uh, his new album is going to be released on Rosso Corsa, so that's cool. It's news to me. <laughs> I told him I didn't like it. <laughs> I'm joking. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, we're, we're really happy to have him on board as part of the team. Like, I, he's super talented, and he's a rad dude, and he's a freaking stud. Yeah, he's got a cool pair of shades. He does, he does. So that's exciting. When did you guys uh, iron out this deal? Richard Owen, he has been pushing Phaserland on me for a bit, and uh, finally it was like we were playing games, and Rich is this guy who... Uh, he just has a great ear for tunes and he, he always loads me up with new music all the time and we we're playing games and he had this new playlist and he totally snuck some Baserland in there and all of a sudden when it comes on he starts hyping it up like oh yeah this is pretty sweet eh this is good oh yeah listen to that bit of guitar in there blah blah I'm okay why why are you going off about this so hard and I saw this Baserland I'm like yeah this is really great like it's it's good stuff because I'm really bad at going out and listening to other synthwave um I'm bad at just listening to other music in general. So, uh, yeah, it's good to have him. He's my ear out on the streets, I guess. And, uh, yeah, Fieserland's awesome. What can I say? Okay, you have an intern. Yeah. What does the intern do? You want to talk to her? (laughs) Yeah, put her on. (laughs) You want to come in here, repeat? Recently, she's been handling some of my emails. Hello. Hi. There's Pete. She's been handling emails and some of the fan stuff on the page. I don't know if I should talk. I want people to think they're actually talking to me and not repeat the whole time when they're messaging me. But, um, but I do ask you all the time. That's true. That's true. So, yeah, you're talking to both of us. <laughs> it's like that. What was that movie with Kevin Spacey where he, the negotiator? Do you remember that? Him and Samuel Jackson where the trailer at the end is like, now you're dealing with both of us. And they gave away the ending. <laughs> Kind of. That was a 90s movie. Yeah, yeah, it was one of the first major ones where the trailer, like, the whole thing was about the suspense that one of them was a negotiator and one of them was on, going off the edge. And then in the trailer, it shows them saying, now you're dealing with both of us, which was like giving away the plot that they end up working together at the end. That's great, Andy. It certainly is. Have you watched Die Hard yet this year? Uh, Yes, I, but I watch it all the time. I don't really watch it as a Christmas film. I just watch it because it's good. What's your favorite Christmas movie? You know... Because in our age group, it's just the cool thing to say, Die Hard, but I don't really watch it as a Christmas film. I, I just think it's the best action movie there's ever been. But, like, I don't know, man. I Maybe Gremlins. I like Gremlins a lot. Yeah, Gremlins is awesome. Yeah, yeah. For me, it's Christmas Vacation, I think, is my all-time. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, let me uh, direct a question to your intern here. Okay. What exactly w- would you say that you do at the label? Make the I make the world a better place. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) By answering things and doing stuff and putting things away. Also helping Mike with some stuff like passport things that he hasn't done yet. Okay. He should do. (laughs) I I make the world spin. That's, That's what I do. I make sure that Mike is doing his shit. What needs to be put away? <laughs> Underwears. <laughs> uh, 
toys. No, action <laughs> figures. Sorry, action figures. Let's not tell too much about this. <laughs> <laughs> do you have collectibles lying around? I actually do. I, I have some collectibles lying around right now. I got the Tomenosuke uh, Blade Runner blaster, actually, in the same room as me. Do you play with it, or does it have to stay in a case or something? It stays in the box at all times until <laughs> I get drunk. <laughs> then it comes out. And it gets aimed at my girlfriend's face a lot. Yeah, put a, put a ring on it. So, uh, <laughs> what's coming up for uh, Miami Nights, man? You working on some stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I posted uh, one of the new tracks up the other day. Just sort of working out the playlist of the album right now and finalizing a few things. Still doing some analog tracking on a few of the tracks. Every now and then I get hit, I still start writing more material. So, it's like I got to stop that and just finish the last of these tracks up and put that out and just you know the stuff i'm working on put that towards a new album it's getting there and now um, we're working with some people for they're going to be handling pressing up all of the old back catalog and that's for me and all the other artists on Rosso, as well as all the new content on vinyl too so that should be exciting oh on vinyl that's awesome well how about this we're gonna listen to a track and then we'll be back with more Miami Nights 1984. And speaking of 84, uh, he was on the show earlier. This is FM 84, and one of my favorite tracks of the year. This is Wild Ones. Standing on the skyline Watching all the cars go
And that was FM84 with the track Wild Ones featuring Ollie Ride. Uh, I ought to get that dude on the show next season. But right now, on this lovely Christmas show, I am talking to Miami Nights 1984. And we were just talking about the Rosso Corsa catalog. So how many, like currently, how many artists are uh, on the label right now? Uh, you're going to be editing this, right? <laughs> Ask your intern. <laughs> we have about 200 hardworking artists on the label right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, a lot of them you haven't heard of yet. Most of them are just all my side projects. So what do you? What, what else do you have going on the side then, right? Besides what, ActRaiser and uh, Snacks? Have you officially released Snacks so, to the world? Or am I the only one who've heard these wave files or what? This is the funny thing about that is like all the joke rap stuff. I mostly do it to sort of get me inspired and like it's all a joke, but at the same time it actually gets my ass in the studio and, and doing stuff and gets me kind of working which is just good for my mind as far as the artistic side goes mm. at first it was really only for me and my friends but you know they my friends keep playing it to other people and there's been such a demand for the snacks and other <laughs> joke raps that i'm actually going to put together my hip-hop label a separate label a separate label yeah it has nothing to do with rosa corsa i don't want to associate it with it <laughs> anyway you can know about it and however, how many listeners are going to be? There's going to be a, at least ten people listening to this when you put it up, right? It's more like eight, but okay. it, whatever. You're you're in the right zone. They can know about it, but outside of our circle, there, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. I still do get some of those songs. They get stuck in my head, even though, like some of them I only listen to like once or twice. But we be snacking, <laughs> fucking it just <laughs> it gets stuck in the fucking head. Me and my crew we snacking every day. We snacking, we snacking on snacks. We snacking on snacks. We snacking on snacks. <laughs> Will you do a track with me? Sure. That would be awesome. Let's do it right now. Okay. Drop the beat. Oh, sorry. <laughs> if that's meant to be my function, then no. Oh. Well, I thought we, I thought we would go back and forth. <laughs> do a little Christmas rap. Rap is not quite my specialty. Well, then what do you want to do on this, man? My specialty is singing in a bad British accent about titties. That is like literally the only thing I can do. Literally, without those words, I can't sing properly. Give me an example. Well, it's just because unless it's about titties, uh, and this sounds terrible because I'm not really like a guy who walks around saying that word, but for some reason when I do sing it, it just like things come more naturally I, I to me. You're, doing. you're bringing up Spectacles Boy. Yes, because I did. That was a titties song too, right? That was a titties song, yeah. You know I'm a huge fan of Spectacles Boy. I was, I was so disappointed when you took that down. <laughs> Where's Spectacles Boy? Again, that's a secret for my seven listeners. <laughs> do you want to give like a Christmas message to the folks at home? Yeah, before I do that though, I, I also want to say um, you're talking about Phaserland. I also just want to let you know that I am very, very excited about longtime friend Sparrow 
joining the label. Ooh. When did that happen? Uh, that actually happened, um, I want to say it's been like six months ago. He's working hard on a new album. He's almost done that as well. Like, you know, and I've, I've always loved him and, and respected his work from when he when he had girlfriend records on the go. So uh, when he approached me about teaming up with Rosso, I was pretty blown away. And because I remember him way back from the MySpace days, right? He was right there at the beginning of all of it with us. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's really cool to have him on board as well. We also have Dream Fiend on too so that should be pretty cool Australia and whenever someone says they're going down under I picture a 69 yeah but that doesn't even make sense because what's the other person doing going over well it's the one person going down under I'm going down under Okay, well, you do that. The fucking 69 is an impractical sex position. Why? It's fucking ridiculous, that position. <laughs> Although everyone thinks it's so cool to say, and so it's like, oh, 69. I'm like, an actual 69 is a fucking flailing, flopping mess. It's nonsense. <laughs> That's all I have to say about the 69. Who do you mean 69ing with? <laughs> if you're not 69ing with your rubber doll, it could be actually kind of cool for you. <laughs> Mostly it's just been with those big inflatable things that they have outside of the car dealerships. (laughs) So it's true. It's just like it is a flopping, flailing mess. (laughs) Anyway, the bottom line is this. It's lovely to catch up with you. Michael Glover, I didn't even name you. I just called you Miami Nights 1984, but that's not your real name. I, You know, there's something. I get this weird arousal when you use my real name and (laughs) I'm blushing, Andy. I'm not going to lie. 69, bro. 69. Now that would be an awkward mess. A 69. <laughs> well, how tall are you? You're taller than me, I imagine. Yeah, I'm 6'3. I'd have to, like, sort of hold you up. I picture <laughs> us doing like, a standing. I picture us doing a standing 69. <laughs> oh, that's stupid. Because I'm like 5'9, right? So that's. Yeah. What's that? Is six, seven inch? I can't do math very well. But I've been back at the gym again, so I could lower you down into position and then every now and then pull you away and do my. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Well, Merry Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, man, it was uh, lovely to talk to you. Always. I hope you have uh, a very merry uh, Christmas and a happy new year, and maybe uh, you get that album done and then come back on the show and tell me all about it. Yeah, we talked about that almost a year ago, didn't we? Mm. Now, I, <laughs> I want to leave on this note. Everyone, I want you all to know, and I'm hoping you're going to edit in a... I want you to know that Christmas is more than just a time of year. It's a moment in all of our hearts, in all of our lives where we can let go of anything that might be a burden to us and and holding us down. And really, I want us all to have open arms and open legs <laughs> and maybe wrap those arms around someone, maybe named Andy, and hold them upside down. <laughs> I'd like to go down and pleasure you. Will you raise him up to your face and pleasure him back? Let this be a Christmas of 69. I love you all. (laughs) And that was Miami Nights 1984. And this has been a really crazy episode of Beyond Synth. This is the longest one I've ever done. And I have to say this now. 
I hope you enjoy it because I will never do it again. This episode literally took like three weeks to put together. Arranging all the people to come on the show and then editing all these segments. I mean, it's a gigantic show. I've never done one this large before. So just know this is a special occasion. I did this because I didn't want people to be disappointed by the fact that Lucaset isn't here. And um, I think I succeeded. This is a pretty fucking good show. All right. So fuck you. <laughs> Anyways, guys, listen, thank you for listening to the show. Um, I appreciate it. I appreciate people donating to the Patreon. I appreciate that people like and enjoy Beyond Synth and find it funny and entertaining. Um, I love doing the show. I like having guests come on because it's uh, fun. You know, it's fun to talk to these people. I like having guests that I've talked to before. We have these fun you know, catch up conversations and we enjoy each other. And I love meeting new people, especially people who are like minded, who dig cool synthwave music, who like chatting about games and movies and all that stuff. I really do enjoy making this show. So thank you guys. Have a Merry Christmas and have a Happy New Year. And Beyond Synth will return with season five. Can you believe that shit? Like season five. <laughs> it's crazy. Um, I don't know what my wish is. I don't know what my New Year's resolutions are, but maybe I'll talk about those in the new year. I mean, why talk about them now, right? I really don't have anything cool to say here. <laughs> Listen, guys, thank you. Guys and gals. Guys and gals or minxes. Have we... <laughs> I don't know if we established if that was inappropriate or not. And I think we'll wind down with the hoo-ha jingle the Beyond Synth ending jingle. Uh, you know, Hoo-Ha makes all the jingles for Beyond Synth, and I enjoy them a lot. They're very catchy. Uh, they're not going anywhere. They're coming back next season. Maybe he'll have to make some more for some new segments. But that is some stuff that we'll keep under wraps until next season. Have a happy holiday, everybody. What would you do if I just started singing Silent Night? <laughs> I was trying to think, I'm just like, how the hell do I end this show? How do you end a fucking, like, 50-hour show? I mean, I don't even know what how, what's the appropriate way to do it. I guess the appropriate way is just to end it, right? This is <laughs> this is going on too long. Uh, goodbye, everybody. Have a good one, folks. And see you next year on Beyond Synth. Motherfucker! <laughs> I don't know how to end a show. Ha 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 ha! Flawless victory!